Well, we are back, huh? We're back at the Nine Club, everybody. Let me tell you something. Today, we got a special, special, special guest, Mr. Jason Adams. I had a feeling you were going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Am I that predictable now? No. Uh, no. I'm just intuitive. I had this feeling I should have just changed it up. I should have just said, hey, everybody, we're back. This asshole's here. (laughs) We got this. We got a... Best dude ever. (laughs) You know what? Let me start over. Okay. Hey, everybody. We are back. Welcome. Welcome to the Nine Club Show. Welcome to the Nine Club Show, everybody. We got Jason Adams here. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. You guys gave me beer. I'm good to go. Dude, I mean, listen, I, I often joke about this. I say, man, thanks for flying in just for the show. But you yeah. literally drove down from San Jose. I just got here from just San Jose. I mean, you do have a little art show tomorrow. But, I do. You know, yeah. I mean, I'd like to think that you just came down. For this, I no, I came down for this, and then I lined up the art show. Last oh, you minute. just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, well, I'm, I'm down here. Perfect. I might as well That's how I do it. Yeah, I might yep. as well do something yeah. eventful while hey, I'm here. Hey, remember you wanted to do that thing? I'll be there tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously, how it works dude, around here. Hey, thanks for coming, bro. Oh, this is my great, pleasure, man. My pleasure, San Jose. What's proud? Going, what's proud? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't really like it how it is now, but I'm growing up skating in San Jose. Like, there was a lot of pride. I mean, you're still there. That says something. I, I am still there. Yeah. You know, and um, it, it just has so much history and the skate scene was so strong, mm-hmm. like in the 80s and actually before me, like late 70s, early 80s mm. through the 90s. It never stopped. I mean, oh. I don't really know how it is now, but we just had a lot of pride. Mm-hmm. And, and, then, and then there was the whole like Northern California kind of like vibe and all that kind of stuff. Sure. And um, I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. And I've tried to move away a few times, and I always end up back. Where'd you move to? Um, I spent a summer in Encinitas. Okay. In the, in the early nineties. <laughs> early nineties. Oh. I just had the opportunity. Like Tim Brosh's sister lived down there, and I went. We went down there to stay, and they had a room open up. And I'm like, why not? I'm like nine, 18, 19 yeah, years sure. old. Right. Like, no responsibility. Just go hang out yeah you know? yeah and um i It'll kind work. of hit i kind of like connected with laban was living there and it was just easy to go skate with laban and all, and all those dudes this is random was that dude really juggling all the time no <laughs> oh okay. no 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 okay i've seen we the video 24 7 okay. <laughs> we were skating all the time and actually in that little circle it was like jason maxwell um and i don't remember a lot Mainly, I just remember hooking up with Laban. Okay. And then um, there's a couple other dudes that weren't sponsored or anything that I loved hanging out with. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them was Ray Potes, who's, I don't know if you guys have heard of Hamburger Eyes. Oh, yeah. He, he started, was in he, Yeah, yeah like yeah. randomly, I lived in Encinitas and hooked up with those dudes. And then all of a sudden, he's in San Francisco doing hamb- Hamburger Eyes. Hmm. Um, but I didn't last long. I ended up back in San Jose. Is this I, like when you were on Think or before? This is when I was on SMA. Oh, SMA. Yeah. Oh, Okay. And I had an apartment with Jai and Tim Brosh and his girlfriend, and I just kept the apartment in San Jose because mm. I was paying like a hundred and thirty dollars in rent. You know? <laughs> sure, wow. And right. I probably had a five bedroom. Rent, yeah, <laughs> and like, rent down there was, and me and Jai shared a room. I was just like, well, I'll just keep it, and I'm going to stay down here. But then, fast forward, um, when I became a dad, mm-hmm. and I didn't know if I was going to be able to make skateboarding a living to where. 
I could sur- like support a family. Yeah. We decided to move to Huntington Beach, and I got a job at Black Label. Oh, that's right. We're just speeding through your timeline. Yeah. We're going to be done but, in no time. But, we're, <laughs> but, but I mean, you talked about me moving no, no, where sure, I've sure. been living, and, and then I, I, we lived in Huntington Beach yeah. for about a year and a half, almost two years maybe. And um, and then I, whatever, Huntington, lived there for a while. Huntington Beach didn't do it for you. The scene in San Jose was jumping. Oh, during this is like two thousand one. Okay, and the whole tilt mode thing and yeah. everything like that. Yeah, and I was down to go, but I mean, we were skating so much, and I just gone off, come off like the uh, label kills video, mm-hmm. and. It, we were it, it was just going nuts like yeah. any day you can go out and any day you could get a film or any day you get a, it, it was just going nuts and then i went to uh go work at black label which was cool because john was open but it just it wasn't there was a lot of skaters and fortunately solomon moved down at the right at the same time and okay. he was there and he would babysit for us because we had like a one-year-old at the time. How old were you? It's probably 26. Okay. Okay. 26, 26 27. Wow. I don't know. What were you doing at label? Sales or? Technically, I was the revolution brand manager. Okay. The mm. mill company. Yeah. But really, I just kind of did whatever. John would be like, can you, you know, clean up this or can you put my desk together? Like, <laughs> <laughs> just went to Ikea. Like yeah. I know I was a lot better at doing that than looking at spreadsheets. <laughs> yeah. You know, like... <laughs> I mean, I, I like doing the creative side of it, and sure. I like doing um, the team side of it. Mm-hmm. And but when it came to me looking, dude, I'm so dis- dyslexic and all over the place. I just short circuit. And like Sandy was asking me, like, how where are where's the how many wheels do we have here? And I'm just like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, sometimes I felt like John just wanted a sounding board. Oh, like just someone around to, to be, yeah, okay, to go like. He'd, you know, he'd be like, look at this tape we got. What do you it's think? It's ragdoll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Come, you know, so I, I felt like I felt I spent more time just kind of like hanging out with John and okay. just talking shop and hey, that's, taking and care of the team guys. Sure. And, getting paid for and it. still skating, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, he was always cool. If like the boys were going out, he'd just be like, just go. Yeah. You know, right. So it really wasn't a real job. You pretty much then quit to go back up to San Jose. Yeah, because after Label Kills, yeah, things started rolling. Right. And I moved down there kind of before. I mean, it was after Label Kills came out, but after I got down there, you know, things started rolling. And it, and it helped being down there mm-hmm. because I was in the middle of everything. And, and Black Label was part of Giant at the time. Sure, yeah. So it was like anytime they needed anything... It was just like, you're right there. And it's it's yeah. it's nice to be where your sponsor's at. Yeah, totally. You know? Totally. Definitely. It's like, it was like everything. It's like, oh, we're doing this for one thing. We're doing this. We're doing that. You're in the We're mix. doing this. We're doing that. It just, so it was really a good idea to do that. Sure. But then I started kind of making more money. Mm. And I'm like, I just want to go back to San Jose. And I think we can pull buying a house and doing that whole thing. Right. And um, I was like, I'm over it here. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I was just over it. I wanted to go back to San Jose. Been there ever since. 
We've been there ever since, yeah. Raise a family and everything. Yeah. Still raising a family. Still raising a family. It's yeah. great, dude. Mm-hmm. Well, we were going to, let's talk, we'll, we'll get more deep yeah. into yeah, we Black kinda, Label. We kind of went and, backwards. Yeah, no. This Welcome is uh, to my world. For sure. <laughs> I for sure. Kelly, go get him a mug right now, <laughs> and then we'll work, back, we'll work backwards. You know. You're, my um, wife would be laughing right now. A- <laughs> <laughs> so... It's growing up in San Jose. Yeah. You know, I think, you know, you knew my intro. I think, you know what I'm going to say next. Yeah. How did you even get into skating? You said it was popping back then. It was popping. But the funny thing is, is ap- like I listened while I was working yesterday. I listened to the Huff. Oh, thing yeah. That you guys did. Sure. And I was listening. And I go, he has like the same story I have. Oh, right. but big difference. He grew up in New York City and I grew up in San Jose. So right. Yeah. yeah. That's it's a little different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a little different. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I thought skateboarding was cool when I was five years old. Mm-hmm. Five years old. Yeah. And I, or even before, because when I, my when my sister was born, I was four and my grandfather came home with a skateboard. Hmm. And I guess I was saying like I wanted a skateboard. OK. But I mean, you know, it, just like Huff was saying, it's like it's like a toy in your garage. Mm-hmm. Even though I fucked around on it and kneeboarding and yeah. doing all this like flat spotting your fingers and all that <laughs> kind of stuff. You know? Yeah. You know, like making like slalom tracks with the lava rocks that everyone had in their yard oh, in the 80s okay. and all that right, kind of stuff, right. you know, like and uh so, but I always thought it was cool, and I would see the kids in the neighborhood that had like legit. I remember seeing like Mike McGill's and Caballero boards that mm. the older dudes had, and I was okay. like, "That's so cool!" Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was like an '80s movie where you like watch the dude go by like slow motion, and he's got his hair, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> and you know he smokes weed, and you know and he's yeah. got a comb in his back pocket, you know, like that kind I of. I love scene. that he's visualizing this at five yeah. years old. Yeah, yeah. 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 I've looked at life as a movie my whole life. Right, right, right. Um, And I just always thought it was cool, but I had my little, you know, green or orange GT little plastic board. Mm -hmm. And I had that until I was 10. Okay. And then I wanted, I really wanted one of those cool boards. And we'd moved by then. We We were in a new neighborhood. And everyone asked me what I wanted for my birthday. And I'm like, I just want money. I want to get a good skateboard. Okay. You didn't want them to pick it out. You wanted the uh, well, money. Well, I just wanted the money, you know, because it was like, Grandma asks you what you want. Your aunt asks you what you want. What Give me the want? money. Yeah. Like, get the money, and then I can buy a good skateboard. Mm-hmm. And back then, you needed about 100. It's funny. Boards haven't gone up. No. No. Yeah. no. Which blows my mind. We've talked yeah. about it on the show yeah. before. Yeah. It's crazy. People don't like hear about people, that. People hate it. They're yeah. like, no. Yeah. Don't talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. But you could get a complete. You, you don't get to choose everything, but you can mm-hmm. get a complete for about a hundred bucks. Okay. But right. back then you want, you needed the tailbone and you need the nose guard mm-hmm. and the rails and the copers and the all that accessories. kind of crap, all the accessories. Right. So I had barely enough and I went and got one at Grimmick skate shop and it was so rad because back in the day at Grimmick, when you bought a board, they would take a Polaroid, two Polaroids of you and they'd give you one and then they would keep one and they had the whole that's like amazing. photo book. Oh, that's and so like amazing. go look oh, wow. and it was all the kids that showed up and bought their complete. Imagine seeing that today. That's awesome. Who I, you would probably see in that. I know. I'm so bummed I lost my Polaroid. Mm. Like I had it forever. Copy. Yeah. Well, someone has a copy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the shop's not around anymore. No, they've been gone oh, for a while. Okay. But I only had that board. So I finally got mine. It was a Santa Cruz rat rough sorry santa cruz rat <laughs> hold on <laughs> go ahead, drink a, there drink you a, go yeah. that'll yeah. help 
Ramp Street 10-inch is what it was. It was a Santa Cruz Red Dot. Okay. And I had it for like a week, and I got stolen. Did wow. you leave it outside? No. No, I was at the mall. Because oh, no. that's what where everyone you? hung out. Like, <laughs> all the punk rockers hung out at the mall in front of the arcade. Okay. <laughs> and I, Hot Topic? And, 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 no. Well, this is... Dude, dude, this, dude this was 1984. <laughs> I don't even think there kids no, know what an arcade is anymore. Yeah, yeah. There's no Hot Topic. And yeah. back then, you, like kids just like owned things. Mm. You could just take over anything. And just like They just took over the mall. Mm-hmm. Right. But I left it in the bathroom for like three minutes. And it was just gone. Oh, Damn. No. Yep. So what'd you do? I didn't have a skateboard for like two, three years. You went oh, two or three wow. years without a board. Yeah, yeah. Were you even I never, skate? I never even really got like really got into it. Okay. I still had my like plastic board or whatever to fart around on. But so you weren't doing, you weren't trying to learn tricks. You probably didn't even no, know what just, the hell was going on. I just on. had it. I finally got my good board that I always wanted. Like, yeah, <gasps> it was like. Oh. <laughs> but were there other kids there skating and trying to learn Not really. tricks? No, no, you just no. Okay. I just wanted it. Yeah. I, I I was always that kid that like looked up to the older dudes and was like, that's fucking cool. Yeah, <laughs> you know, right. kind of like um, that's Kelly every day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just like, but that guy smokes weed, man. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Dude's cool. Like, there was this one dude in my neighborhood. His name was Zyke. They called him Zyke, and he always had the cool BMX bike and never wore a shirt. Mm. Always had sunglasses and a comb in his back pocket, and would just do wheelies everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and you knew you're like. That dude's totally getting laid. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like the weird shy. I wasn't weird, but I was really shy okay. and kind of. But anyways. Right. So I didn't really get anything else until I was just before it, the summer, just before I turned 13. Hmm. And my I was hanging out with these friends and they all got like there were three boards that were like the coolest thing at the time. A Lucero, okay. a Grosso, Schmidt Sticks, or a Rob Roscop 3. Mm. Those are like the boards in 1985, 86, right around there. Now, how are you knowing this, though, if you're not involved? Because, because I just knew. How? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> because people, I saw people having in the neighborhood or whatever. Okay, and these, so that was the... And, and, well, and so my friends got the Rob Roscop 3, mm. and then I'm like... I want a skateboard. I've been wanting a skateboard forever. Yeah. And so my mom was having a garage sale and I just grabbed all this crap out of my room and I put it in the garage sale. You sold your shit. I sold my shit so I can get, but I didn't get enough money. Mm. So I went to Jimco, which I don't know if you guys had them down here. And right now Target is in place of Jimco. It's kind of like a Target or something. Gotcha. And they sold these action sport boards and they were, you know, Kind of cheap, but they were, they had urethane wheels, they had clothes bearings, they had concave. You know, looking back, I'm like they weren't that bad, really. You yeah. know, and and actually later when I got into skateboarding, action sports would advertise in the magazine, but you knew they were totally lame. Sure, yeah. they're yeah, totally yeah. lame. <laughs> but I just saw there was one they like copied Christian Soy's board, the comment or at. Because first it was Christian Soy Sims board, then he mm-hmm. left to do something else, then they turned it into the Kamikaze. Kamikaze yeah. And then they copied the kamikaze. So I was like, it kind of looks cool. <laughs> so you know? bought a bootleg. I bought a bootleg. Kind of kamikaze. Yeah, just because I had like $60 to work with. You don't want to try to mow lawns or do newspaper routes? I just route? bought it. Oh. I, don't, I don't have my patience, obviously. <laughs> ask, once again, ask my wife. And I just got that. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you could tell they just copied tracker trucks. Sure. Okay. And copied Kryptonic crypt, wheels. Mm. And, you know, and the bearings were actually really good. And But... 
And then from there, I just Frankenstein to board. Oh, yeah. I'd buy pe- shit from people at school or whatever because I knew that wasn't cool enough. So, I But just, at least you had something. But I was into it. Like, yeah, that yeah. was it. Like, once I got the Kamikaze, it was like, it's on. Right. right. It's on. Were your friends just, like, doing tricks at that time? Were you no, guys all no, just they were total fucking posers. <laughs> <laughs> like, totally fucking, like, lamest. Because, okay. What were you? I was, like on a mission to get the fuck away from these people. <laughs> like I met this dude, Branch, who's still to this day one of my best friends. Oh, cool. I met him when I was 12 years old. Wow. He wasn't a skater, he was a BMXer. And um, I kind of, you know, was into BMX a little bit mm-hmm. before skating. And then once I got that skateboard, I was just like, dude, these dudes I'm hanging out with fucking are lame. Okay. <laughs> yeah. They're lame. And I'm like, I just want to skate. And and Branch, like at the time, it, he was into that one magazine. Like, he he had a bunch of magazines, and one of them, I don't know, there were some ones that like kind of had skateboarding, BMX, and everything. So like, hmm. that was I got to see that. Okay. And um, I remember the first skate photo I saw was like Christian Asoy doing a method air off a jump ramp. That's a lie, but. <laughs> But during that time, it was the first, like the first one I saw, I was like, fucking Christian is so so cool. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Then I just started hanging out with Branch. And he was already hanging out with the skaters. Okay. At at the local spot that was just skateboard mania. Mm. So I just started hanging out with him. And then he introduced me to this um, dude, Brad, that ended up being my friend. And then we just kind of integrated ourselves into the local scene oh and wow. um, but but once i got the kamikaze even though i knew it wasn't cool i was like i just think probably all of us can say this 12 13 you're just looking for identity mm-hmm. sure you're like yeah. who am i yeah and you're like jumping all over the place right. like oh, i play soccer and little I, league i play yeah. yeah i do this and i hang out with these dudes and we play football on the street mm-hmm. and we fuck off and break things and do stupid shit and whatever but that's funny. I never thought about that, but that's the most, yeah, 12 and 13, like the 12, ages 13, it's like people start skating. You're kind of yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I know exactly well, who junior I was. High, <laughs> junior high fucking sucks. <laughs> and you're just kind of like, where do I fit in and what am I doing and why am I here and how do I... Uh, and then you fall you into it. something. You fall into something. Yeah. You're like, not only do I love doing this, but I have a fucking identity now, and now I go to school and I'm proud, even though people give me shit. Right. You, I am a skater. I'm a fucking skateboarder. I am a. I'm a skateboarder, and I don't care if they give me shit because I'm fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It gives you that thing that yeah. goes like, yeah, for sure. I'm cool. Yeah. Even though they don't think I'm cool, I do. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. Yeah, yeah. That's right. So that that's how that all happened. Mm. Like once skateboarding came in, even though I always loved it. Like I was gonna say, like how what I when I was lying, I remember like. <laughs> <laughs> now I don't no, know. I, it's I truthful remember, no, I, like um, no, because when I um, there was two two things that happened. When I was four, and this is probably why I wanted that skateboard. My grandfather bought me to make me feel because my sister was born and make me feel like I'm not being neglected. Mm-hmm. You know that whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw this thing on TV. This was 1977. And there was this somebody like hippie jumping a Volkswagen, a yellow Volkswagen Beetle. And I was like, oh, <laughs> fuck, that's so cool. How do you remember when you're four years old? 
I started remembering when I was around four. Oh, really? Yeah. But there's only certain things. It's like yeah. snapshots. It's like snapshots. Yeah. Certain little things. Okay. And then I remember when I was going into kindergarten, you know, my mom's like, oh, we'll go buy you a folder for kindergarten to bring your home, you know, like whatever. Peachy. Yeah. And I went to the gold circle, which is kind of like another target. <laughs> <laughs> and we're looking around and then there was one and I can't say that it was, but I think it was Stacy Peralta. And it there was a pipe in the background and like doing like a frontside carve and I'm like I want that one. So oh. even though I really like I was just farting around on plastic boards and stuff. You kind of always from early I always yeah. was like, oh that's cool. Right, What's right. Cool? What, something about that. Yeah. yeah. And then finally you found your identity at fourteen. 13, 14. Just before, just before I turned 13. Okay. Like, what was your first sponsor? Did you have a shop sponsor up there? Yeah, Winchester was Simon Woodstock, Woodstock's Parents shop. House. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, it was kind of like a family thing. Yeah, oh. they, they kind of opened it for Simon. Okay. And how did you even get on that shop? Was it just homies or was it uh, well sponsors? I mean, were you, were you okay, filming so, back then? What was going no, on? No, no. I mean, we're talking, this is 1980. 88? I know, but they had to have the dad cam with the big old fucking yeah, they did, know, but, uh, VHS tape. But it was still a little before that. Mm. So one of the luckiest things in my life, I grew up a mile away from Solomon Aga. Oh. And he was part of like when I was younger, even though he's only a year older than me, like mm. when I got into that alpha beta scene, he was like hot and heavy in that alpha beta scene. And... And I kind of got in with them. Okay. Which I have a, a funny story about that, but um, a couple, like 40. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> I could sit here all night. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah. That's what but, you for. So, worked my way up the ladder in that scene because, you know, this is the 80s. It was like a fucking 80s teenage movie. It's like you show up and they kind of look at you. <laughs> Like, what do you got, kid? You know, like, you got like that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. you kind of hang out and you kind of are shy and you kind of just linger around and, you know, kind of try to get your licks in there. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand how people got away with this shit back then. Like, to go to, imagine going to like Whole Foods right now or Safeway or whatever is Ralph's or whatever's Ralph's. down yeah. here and just being like, we're bringing a jump ramp here. And the fuck chicks are coming, and we're gonna <laughs> blare music. We're gonna have a rail slide bar, and we're taking over this section of the lot. We're taking over. Impossible nowadays. Absolutely impossible. That's how it was. Right. Almost every day. Uh, was it the Safeway? It was at Alpha Beta. Alpha Beta. Yeah. Oh, that's what the, the. Okay, I thought you were talking about some fraternity. And I was gonna say. <laughs> I ended story. up being kind of like <laughs> that. Like. <laughs> so Solomon of God. I mean, this is eighty six, eighty seven ish. So you know, those years are so hard because one year feels like ten, 10 now. Yeah, of course. So eighty six. By eighty seven, I'd already kind of worked my way into the crew a little bit. Okay. Okay. And like, just for instance, like the leader of the crew was this dude um, named. Tom Miller. Mm. And um, he had a half pipe and he had a jump ramp and he lived right around the corner from my house. But they ran that shit like a tight, it was tight. You couldn't get in. You couldn't just go over there. Right. So it started with like. Going to barracks. It it started like we'd be skating off a beta and like 
And if you couldn't do a slappy and if you weren't writing indies, you were a fucking kook. Right. Kind of thing. You're not you know, getting invited like you, this over. Is, you have to learn this first and then you better be writing indies kind of mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was also fortunate during that alpha beta time. like So being like a 14-year-old kid and Caballero shows up. Wow. You know, or a lot of dudes like... Mike Persenko was one of like lived. I don't, you put, you got, I don't know if you guys know about him. He was a vert. I've heard his name. Yeah, yeah. he was. A, yeah. He wrote for Santa Cruz yeah. back in the day. Mm-hmm. He lived two blocks from me. So I mean, I saw all kinds of crazy shit all the time. Wow. And okay. um, Mike Yosfer, uh I mean, I, the list can go on. I'm not gonna like. It's just fortunate to live in San Jose with that crew of people because they're good skaters. Yeah, small yeah. area too. I mean, seems like he, he, San Jose is massive, it's but huge. it just happened to be in this neighborhood mm. due to the fact that Prasenko lived in the neighborhood and Tom Miller and the dude with the half pipe. The dude yeah. With the half pipe. So one day, like I, I got me and my friends got invited to go skate the jump ramp. Right. Oh, big, like, big day. Really big day. <laughs> what are you gonna wear? It gets bigger. Okay. So we would do that. We were allowed to do that, but then they would. Then Tom would be like, "We're skating the half pipe," and then we had to just like bow our heads and go home. You couldn't <laughs> even watch. You couldn't know. No. You couldn't, you couldn't even go. Wow. It was definitely a, like a. But dude, this is the '80s. And it's like a pecking order, which I loved. And it's what's missing now. Yeah. You know true. what I mean? Like right. you would go to the other half pipes. And if you, if you're, if your feet were too close to the coping, you just slap a rock on your feet. Like uh-huh. a kook. <laughs> 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 like you, you, there was an etiquette and there was like a rules and you had to learn it or you got vibed the fuck out of there. Yeah. yeah. It was like harsh right. in San Jose, like really harsh. Mm. And I grew to love every minute of the abuse. Yeah. So one day we got invited to skate the jump ramp. It was me and my two friends. I believe it was Brad, Charlie, and I'm, probably Branch was there with his bike. And I'm skating, and Tom used to take pictures, and he's like taking pictures of me and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> and then he decides it's time to skate the half pipe. And he goes, we're skating the half pipe. Jason, you're skating. Oh, wow. And it was like one of those eight. Once again, I'm going to. You graduated. Came at yeah. 80s movie. And I just looked at my friends like. <clears throat> sorry, guys. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, sorry. Yeah. But I, even though I got invited, I didn't even know how to do their whole snaking. I was going to say, like, I mean, are you dropping in on this half pipe? Are you. Yeah, you know, but like, I, I didn't even know. Like, I, I didn't really. I wasn't good enough at the time to get into those sessions. Because those sessions back in the day were gnarly. It was like. Five people drop in at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. You know, yeah. and they're good. They're mm-hmm. way better than me. But I was just stoked to like stand it on the deck. So it's a good feeling. Yeah. So I met Solomon through that, and then mm. we would skate a lot together. And, okay. And and as the crew got older, they started getting more into kind of like partying, cars, high, you know, girls, mm, all sure, that kind of sure. stuff. Yeah. So me and Solomon kind of. We just kind of started hanging out more and more. Oh, yeah. Because we just wanted to skate. Mm-hmm. And then all the dudes in the crew turned on him. Why? Because he was, like, motivated. Like, already in his mind, he was like, this is what this I'm going to do. Okay. This is going to... I don't care. Did he have a cast on already? Or is no, this, before? this is... Oh, <laughs> We're talking 1987. 88 now. Mm-hmm. And one time... It, it put me in the worst position. They... Did they, so at one point they started calling him Xerox, and I'm sorry, Solomon, and I, but you're a 
you don't, I know you don't give a fuck about anything. So. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're not going to be hurt by this. Okay. Um, they started calling him Xerox because he just wanted to learn everything. Mm. So people are learning tricks. Like he was always like, I'm going to learn it. And, it. and I never took it as like, he was trying to show anyone up. He was like early on at 15 years old, he was like, I'm going to be the best. Wow. And you could see it. Yeah. Yeah. And those dudes, you know, being stupid teenagers were like all like offended by it. Like mm. zero, zero. They probably felt threatened too. They felt threatened. Yeah. You know? And they were like, he was getting really good, really fast. And he was super motivated. And I love skating with him. Mm. And one time they, cause you know, I don't, I don't know how you guys grew up, but people used to throw skate jams all the time. Yep. And, um, so being the fucking assholes that they were, they threw a jam called the Don't Tell Solomon Jam. Oh, what? shit. That's how lame they were. Wow. Even though I'm still friends with Tom and his brother Mike, even though I haven't talked to him forever, but I don't know where everyone else is. Uh-huh. And, and, they're, and they're like, here, don't tell him. And I'm like... Oh. It's your buddy. So it's, it's my buddy who I'm really starting to skate with, but these are the dudes that, like, older dudes... That took me under their wing. Did you go to the skate jam? I went to the skate jam. <laughs> <laughs> Did you tell Solomon? And even worse, this is when I really learned about friendship, like really did, mm. and learned about right and wrong. I mean, I knew it before. Mm. He came over, because Solomon would just show up at my house in the morning. Okay. Like, we wouldn't call or anything, just be like, let's go skate. He showed up at my house. The morning of. The morning of. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, I can't go. Yeah, trying to make up some excuse. Total dick. Total wow. dick maneuver. Okay. Total dick maneuver. Did he find out? He totally found out. <laughs> yeah. And this is the best part of the story. So he takes the bus to Grimmick solo to go try to find people to skate with. Because uh-huh. he would just meet up at the skate shop. You know, mm-hmm. you, you just knew where yeah, people were. Yeah. There's, no, there's no cell phones. Yeah, Just had to like, kind of find it out. Mm-hmm. And um, he saw the flyer. And he got on the bus and he went to the jam <laughs> and he fucking ripped. I bet. He fucking <laughs> murdered it. And Ray Barbie was there at the same time. Ooh. Wow. He's from San Jose, yeah. too. Sick. I got to see the most insane shit. Wait, on the flyer, it says, don't tell. It said, don't tell Solomon Jam. <laughs> <laughs> I hope someone out there has that. Yeah, I know, yeah. seriously. Once, once somebody again, has to have Solomon, it. Solomon, I'm sorry. <laughs> but from that point on, it was like, it was me and Solomon. Now, did you I felt really, talk really to him bad. about it afterwards? He did never you even brought it never up. brought it up? Never you just it, up. it was just like another he day. He showed up and he didn't have to say anything. He didn't. He, he just killed showed, it. He just killed it. What did the other they guys say? To, I don't even. What remember. are you doing here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> told you they had to have known he was probably going to show up. I, I mean, maybe, this is sp- maybe. I don't know. I was just a stupid kid. Yeah, sure. I didn't know. Sure. And but you learned a lesson. I learned a lesson, and and I, I realized I'm like these guys are retards. Sorry, Tom, if you even listen to this. <laughs> but I want to hang out with Solomon. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, like I can't even express what a gift it was to be able to be friends with Solomon mm-hmm. because he was extremely mature for his age. Mm-hmm. He had a car. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's big back then. Bonus. Yeah. But we were really good friends, and he just knew what was going on and I was clueless. Okay. So he was like, we have to go skate the warehouse downtown. And I'm like, okay. This episode is brought to us by AG1. 
It is very important to me that the supplements I take are of the highest quality, and that's why for years I have been drinking AG1. Unlike many supplement brands out there, AG1 conducts relentless testing to set the standard for purity and potency. It's also researched and developed by an in-house team of scientists, doctors, and nutritionists with decades of experience in their respective fields. I know that I can trust what's in every scoop of AG1 because it's tested for 950 contaminants and banned substances, while the industry standard, guess what, typically only tested for 10. That's why the Nine Club has partnered with AG1 for so long, because they make such a high-quality product that I genuinely look forward to drinking every day. So if you want to replace your multivitamin and more, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get your free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com slash nine club. All you got to do in your URL, type drinkag1.com slash nine club at checkout. Go give it a try. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Now, was he? were you even thinking about sponsorship or anything at this no. point? He probably had his eye on he the prize. Had a, he had his eye on the prize. Sure. And of course, I was thinking that because then he got on Winchester. And I'm like, oh, that would be cool. Right. The skate And shop. then I got on Winchester. And then, like, he was really, like, and then he started getting... St- flowed stuff from different people like hmm. circle a for a little bit mm-hmm. or like block he was getting stuff from blockhead a little bit but it might it might have been through pros or stuff like that so it was all starting to churn at that point like whoa this is something this is something and he started skating with cab oh okay and then it started that's when everything started to kind of change like oh this maybe but I still was kind of like, I don't know, maybe I'll just move to Tahoe when I graduate just, high school <laughs> and like work at the snowboard lift and like, I don't know, you know, I wear sunglasses I, and yeah, do a wheelie on a BMX totally, bike. I don't know. Yeah. Was it back market? But, yeah, but exactly. Solomon was like, he's like, no, we got to go here. We have to go to here. We have to go here. There's a contest here. We're going here. So you were kind of following this. his lead. It was Batman and Robin and I was fucking Robin. Right. <laughs> yeah. Totally. You may not even been where you're at if it wasn't for Solomon. Oh, there's. A, I don't know. I'm just. No, no I mean, there's you, a you, huge chance. Huge yeah? chance. Okay. I mean, I don't know. Right. Because I don't know anything else. Because. Um, but it seems like he led you into this totally, world. Totally. Of like sponsorships and pro. Absolutely. And all that. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, how did even Think come into the picture? Think was your first. Okay. So sponsor, do, right? Do, it was Venture. Oh, Venture. What? But b- board brand. Santa Cruz. I was on Santa Cruz for a little. Oh, you were Santa a Cruz. Tiny little, oh. it's a tiny little bit. Okay. But what happened was because of me being Robin, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, and like skating with Solomon, and he was like gung ho, dead set. We, I'm, I'm gonna murder skateboarding. Like that's how he. Lo- <laughs> he was gnarly. He was yeah, almost. Yeah. He was like this. Um. But uh. And it just put me in the position. And then I met Greg Carroll. Yeah, okay. And he's part two of the story. Mm. And for some reason, Greg Carroll just liked me for whatever reason. And just, it was right around the time where he got the team manager job on Venture. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, we had, by then we had like a little crew because, you know, everyone has their neighborhood 
neighborhood little scenes. And then as everyone got older and people started getting more focused, like from all over San Jose, we started doing this. So then it turned into like, I'd already known Sean Mendoli. Okay. And it was like, we used to call ourselves SJS, SJ Skateboarders, Sean, Jason, Solomon. (laughs) (laughs) But then we started meeting people. So then it was like Edward DeVera, which he would always take the bus out. Okay. And because he lived on the east side. And then Spencer Fujimoto lived in Almaden. And so we kind of started, it kind of started coming like this to the people that were really serious about it. Well, because you, know? you had you even shared a part with Spencer Fujimoto, an early video sellouts or some shit. Maybe. I don't even yeah. remember that. But yeah, we got, so then it turned into like this more core. We're going to contests together. Mm. You know what I mean? It, it just, you kind of like weed away. And everyone gets kind of focused. Yeah. Did you guys like go to San Francisco at all at that point yet? Or is it just... Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, I think the first time I went there, I can't remember if it was with Solomon or if it was with Greg Carroll. Because hmm. once I met Greg, it was like I was going to San Francisco every other weekend. Okay. And I would stay at the Carroll Brothers house. And fortunately i was instantly like welcomed into emb oh, and like yeah. it, i didn't have to deal with any of that kind of crap well you had an in already you had <laughs> yeah the, the carols i was showed up with the carol brothers yeah, yeah. that's crazy <laughs> that's you know like <laughs> what more do you want yeah and and at that point i think i i might have just got on think what did you, you say santa cruz though how did okay, even that so solomon by that point was on powell yeah mm-hmm. and then i started getting flowed boards by powell Okay. Through Solomon's boxes. It was like one of those deals. Like yeah. Solomon gets a package, I get a board and a set of wheels. Here you go, of, Robin. Kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here you go, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and then Gavin O'Brien, who was the team manager of Santa Cruz, mm-hmm. approached Solomon. Because at that point, Solomon was really making an eight. Like, he, like there was a buzz. He was, there was killing a, it. And he was riding for Powell and... Switch God. Yeah. yeah. And, well, the original. It was, it was before this, the Switch thing really happened. Mm. It was just before all that. Okay. Because remember, one year equals 10 years. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so Gavin O'Brien was team manager for Santa Cruz. Mm-hmm. And he hit up Solomon like... And, and at that point, you know, it's like 1990. Okay. Yep. Everyone's like, we need young street kids. We need young street kids. It doesn't even matter. We need young street kids. It was just like this mad dash because Santa Cruz has a bunch of vert pros and everyone has, you know, mm-hmm. and Solomon's like, oh, my buddy Jason. And Gavin's like, okay. Oh, just, it was just like, <laughs> it wasn't even like. No sponsor me tape, no, no tryouts. No, no, And he was like, it's cool. Sol- tell Solomon, him to call me. <laughs> Solomon's co-signing. Yeah. yeah. Tell him to call me. So he and, called them. And I called them. Yeah. And I started getting boards from them. Okay. But I only got a few packages. And then I was already on Venture. Yeah. Which I remember talking to Gavin. He was like, you need trucks? I'm like, no, right for Venture. He was like. Mm. (laughs) 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 But at the time, Venture was really fucking cool. Sure. Jason Lee, Mark Gonzalez, Mm -hmm. like Mike V, like the the, the list could go on and on. Great team. Yep. And then so when they started Think, Greg called me and goes, we're starting this company. We want you to be on it. And I was like, okay. So you went from Flow Santa Cruz to on I mean, the team. I was kind of on the team, but it would be like, call Gavin and I'd be like, hey, this is Jason. 
and they had like nine Jasons on the team. Uh, I mean, they, I mean, I'm exaggerating. Sure, sure. I'm exaggerating. There was Jason Jesse, Jason Rothmeyer, Jason blah blah blah, Jason mm. so and so. You know what I mean? Right. You're like Ro and, Robin. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> How about this? I'm Robin. <laughs> <laughs> so you felt more like well, think I, would well go f yeah further for because you because being on Santa Cruz, I was like, there's a lot of people. Yeah. And I'm a, I'm like a, a senior in high school at the time, mm -hmm. and I'm like. I probably have, now I'm like thinking like something could happen. Like yeah. the wheels are turning at this point. Okay. I'm like, okay, this could be possible. Hmm. And then when, and I loved Greg and I loved hanging out with those dudes. And, and I was already at venture. And, um, at the time think was literally the same thing as Dogtown. Okay. You're right. Yeah. And I'm like, Dogtown's fucking cool too. <laughs> You know, like yeah, yeah. I, I kind of thought like a lot of my favorite yeah, skaters, Cardiel. like Wade, Cardiel, JJ Rogers, Schroeder, like pff, just you know. Karma. Like, yeah, the funny yeah. thing is, yeah, Karma. Sorry, sorry, Karma. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was like, I kind of would, kind of want to, would rather ride for Dogtown. Uh -oh. <laughs> but I, I, didn't, I didn't, I just went with the thing thing. Well, plus you were hanging out with Gray. I mean, you you already had an end exactly. adventure, and they yeah. put on Mandoli. Mm -hmm. who is I skated with all the time and I don't and I by that time I've been hanging out at EMB and then it was Nick Lockman and Carl Watson yeah. and Sam Smythe and um, I think Carl Watson actually came up with the name think he probably did He's, it was one of the kids dentist stickers huh I'm pretty sure yeah from, a, guy that, from the dentist. yeah from a dentist who yeah. was telling somebody was telling that Sam, that Sam Smythe right. yeah. yeah that sounds yeah. about right yeah. yeah so I went with that and um I don't know. That's the Think story. And then, so Think lasted a few years. Ten years. Ten years. Ten years when you're 18 years old. I was going to say. <laughs> one, one year. year. One year. I was yeah. going to say, I think my numbers are a little it wasn't, off. But. It was, uh, I was probably on for about a year. And then they turned me pro. For oh, no, about a year. For no reason. And I lasted, I had one I'm going to pretend like I had one board. Well, why, why did they turn you pro though? Because everyone was desperate to have young street skaters. Mm -hmm. And you, I was not even ready. You didn't No, I, I, I had one photo in a magazine that was like tiny. Okay. <laughs> and I think I had a, a quarter page think ad. And that's it. That's it. Instant pro. It's Insta pro. <laughs> I had no idea what it even meant. Like, no, but you okay. knew. I mean, you, they're 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 making your board. Well, it's like, I, yeah, I knew, but like, I really like, I really didn't like. I'm like, okay, you're uncomfortable. I was feeling a little like undeserving, okay, and a little uncomfortable. But at the same time, I'm like, well, Hopkins got a board. It, it, <laughs> it, it gives me. It, it's an excuse that I can not have to go to college or get a job. Yeah, like, yeah. like I was kind of looking at it like that. I can keep partying and like chasing girls. Like, well, because now you're gonna get a rad, you know. Like, <laughs> now yeah. you're gonna get a paycheck too. Yeah, yeah, and and it get, like got my parents off my back because I was still living with my parents. There you go. That's good. Yeah. Like literally, like I remember Tobin calling me up, going like, "Hey, I'm coming down to shoot photos," and I'm like, "Uh, okay," and hanging up the phone, going. What do I even do? You know, because it wasn't, it wasn't like it is now. Yeah. Mm. And I actually am very appreciative that I barely caught the end of the non-video age. Okay. Where 
every time you go out, you're supposed to try to film, film. and take photos. Yeah. You know, we were still just going out every day. Yeah. So like when Tobin came to shoot photos, I just went like, well, um, I skated here yesterday and I'll just do what I did yesterday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then and he goes, okay, you got anywhere else? I'm like, okay, well, we usually skate this spot on the weekends and we can go there. You know, like yeah. I'll do what I usually do. Yeah. It wasn't like I have this list and I'm going to try five million times mm-hmm. and hopefully we get it. It's sure. like, I'll just do whatever. Yeah. So it's kind of cool to be able to get, catch that tail end mm-hmm. of before the crazy video age. Right. You know, and it was just like, and that day I didn't even know what I was doing. I ended up getting three photos in the magazine. You know, wow. Like over time, like not in one magazine, but they all like three photos came out. That's good. So I was like, Tobin did shoot them though. Tobin did shoot them. Yeah. yeah. Were they bigger than a little? They were uh, bigger. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were bigger. Good. What about contests and stuff? Were you doing a lot of those? I would do all the contests. Yeah. And I would do pretty well. Hmm. I mean, it never was like a winner or anything. I'd usually make the cut and whatever, but I didn't really care. Yeah. Like I, I, I kind of took on the San Jose mentality of like, I was into punk and I just wanted to fuck off and party, okay. you know, yeah. and I didn't, cause I turned pro and all my heroes were getting axed. Yeah. Right. Like all these people that were like huge to me, like, and they're just getting ousted. So to me, it was like, oh, I got like three years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe two, <laughs> sure. two, three years. So I might as well just have some fun, you know what I mean? And take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't really like anything serious because at that time, skateboarding was nothing. It was mm-hmm. zero. Yeah. And um, so there was no money in it. There's not a lot of opportunity. So mm-hmm. I was just like, fuck it, I'm just going to party, go to punk shows. <laughs> Just like, have a good time. Once again, chase girls and like. like yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then what happened with that? You, I mean, after like a year, you then you went to SMA. When ended going to SMA. How was it even telling Greg that? That was really hard. I can imagine. Very hard. Because think think was still going on. They were they had their yeah. thing going. Yeah, but so. you know what they you know like I was getting more and like I was just saying I was getting more and more into like I was like really getting into punk. Mm. You know, I had like purple hair and like. I'd go to shows all the time. Like I was super into it, and um, and they were getting into like raving and shit. Oh, I remember going to Grimmick and there was a rave flyer and Think was a sponsor. <laughs> oh okay. shit! And they would send me like shirts, like neon, like yellow ass shirts, and I was just kind of like <laughs> yellow. It ass just shirts. wasn't like it. It was like these bright ass. I was like, dude, I I can't even like do this. Yeah, you know, but you know, I wanted a black shirt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they made black shirts, but it was mainly the rave thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the fact that you know, I didn't have a guarantee or anything like that. Mm. And I'd grown up. My favorite company was um, Santa Cruz and SMA. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I lived in San Jose. It's right over the hill. It's like it was all. It's all you ever saw. You know, and um, and it was around the time when everyone left. SMA to start consolidated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they were just left like teamless. Mm-hmm. And then Russ Pope took over the team. And I don't even want to bring him up, but um, this filmer in San Jose was working with NHS and he's like, oh, you should let me, I'll talk to, to Russ for you. And, and that just kind of just went, Bloop. okay, I, you know how I got on SMA? Oh, how? Because in the 90s, I had pegged jeans. Pegged jeans. Yeah, like, you know how punkers like to yeah. Like, yeah. make their jeans all pegged? They saw that and they were like, you're on. Russ Pope saw me at a contest 
and I had peg jeans and he was just like, and everyone else had like blind jeans. Sure. Frayed on the bottom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, um, which I, I had a little stint with that as well. Okay. And then after that, I was just like, no, I'm just going full punk rock. Yeah. And, um, he was just like, oh yeah, I saw him at this contest. He had peg jeans. It's fucking cool. And I got on this. <laughs> well, you said every, everybody went to go to consolidate, but, but who was, though, who was left? Nobody. How was that even? I think Ron Whaley okay. and Israel were writing for Sims because NHS was still doing Sims. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember how Tim Brosh got on. He might have just gotten on Sims. And then this, I don't, I don't know. He's, he transferred from New Deal to SMA somehow. Hmm. I don't remember the details. Okay. And, um, and then I was the final one. And then Frank Carrada already wrote for Sims. And so they just put Frank Carrada on. They pulled everybody yeah, from... Yeah, Whaley. And I think they already are planning on getting rid of Sims. Now, did you already know this? Because here you are on Think. I know. With, I clo- uh, no clue. <laughs> but you're on Think. You've got, you've got this. you got the, a team. Everything's good. And now you're going into this unknown... Everybody well, I mean, left. Didn't you feel like it? Like, what am I doing? Like, this they is. They weren't sponsoring raves. I grew up on NHS. Okay. And it wasn't a brand new company. It was an established company. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to do stuff. I wanted to like travel. make videos. I wanted to travel. I wanted to, even though we did a think video, but I wanted to. I wanted. Once I was had a taste, I'm like, I want it all. Yeah. And right now, think isn't in the position to do it all, and they're like rave mania. And I was like, raving's the lamest thing. Ever. <laughs> like at the time, I was just like, that's just. Uh, uh, uh. No. Yeah. It wasn't my thing. So, and SMA. Then, SMA. There you go. And it was great because that really, I mean, I'd known Tim um, over the years because, I mean, we're both from San Jose. Um, but once I got on SMA, it was like, then Solomon was already off like traveling all the time with real and everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So then I just, me and Tim just like clicked. Oh and yeah. It was just like constant nonstop hmm. just every day. It was me and Tim all day long, every day. What was that board? You guys had the dynamic duo or something? Like yeah. That? <laughs> the, the, um, yeah. Wonder twins. <laughs> Wonder twins. Yeah. Wonder twins. <laughs> and then we ended up living together and it was just like every day, just wake up, go get big brews at Seven Eleven and donuts. <laughs> Go home. Donuts and big yeah, brews. Yeah, donuts and big brews. Skate all day and um, get drunk every night. And then I try to wrestle Tim and he's all muscle and he just throws me around the kitchen. And <laughs> we pass out at some point. <laughs> <laughs> do it again the next day. Get up and do it again the next day. I mean, so SMA, I mean, you guys film a couple videos. Everything's yeah. going good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it seems like a great time. But then... well. My, my connection with SMA, other than with Tim and Ron, and I got along with everybody. I mm-hmm. loved all those dudes. Um, but really my connection with was Russ Pope. Okay. And he was the team manager or brand manager for SMA. And he decided he wanted to do something different at NHS. Oh. And that's when he wanted to do Creature. Yeah. So he hit me up. He goes, I want to do this thing, and I want you to come with me. And I just... He was like he was my connection there. Like we just hit it off. Like mm. me and Russ just hit it off. Okay. And so I was like, yeah, yeah. And it was, and, and it's, it's not even, s- it's not even really like I'm leaving anything. It's, a, it's, a, it's under the same roof. Yeah. So then we do creature for a while with Barker, which was awesome. Yep. I got to know Barker, who's one Incredible. of my favorite people yep. in the, on the planet. 
And um, yeah, then we did that for a while. Then Russ had run-ins with people in NHS okay. due to whatever agreement they had. I don't know. I was a kid just getting hammered all the right, time. Right, <laughs> right. Wrestling. Yeah, re- yeah. yeah I, just, I don't know. <laughs> By that time, though, like I had like kind of like Tim had a girlfriend and I didn't. And I just kind of like I met the older dudes and we moved downtown San Jose. And I met like Corey O'Brien and his buddy Reeps, who was the total ruined my life in the best way. (laughs) 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 But, uh, and so, and, and I wasn't even 21 yet, but those dudes were so in with all the bars and clubs in San Jose, they could just be like, the kids getting in, you know, like, is that how the nickname came pretty much? Oh, the kid. Yeah. Corey hmm. O'Brien. He coined it, coined it. Oh, and they would just sneak me in everywhere and we just fucking rage. And it kind of much older were they? Fuck, they seemed like they were 50 years older than me. But they were probably <laughs> a couple years. If I was 20 at that time, they were probably 25, 20. That's still a big 26. age difference. Maybe yeah. A little yeah. More, maybe. Yeah. I, Cause I think they're 50, 51 now so okay yeah that's about right yeah i mean even back then yeah they but that it, was a big gap for sure me. Yeah. and it was these dudes that i'm like i used to watch you guys in videos right right you know and next yeah. thing now and i used to hear i wanted to be a pro skater more about the stories i heard after skating rather than <laughs> that's just, i'm like those party. dudes just get hot punk chicks and <laughs> fucking rage <laughs> and that sounds so cool you know right and, and then all of a sudden I moved downtown and, and Reeps shows up with Jeff Kendall one day because Jeff Kendall was just starting to be the team manager for Santa Cruz. And Reeps is like, I heard the kid, these kids, you know, I don't know. They, like it came to our house and we had like Johnny Rotten from the Sex Pistols on our door. And then mm-hmm. Reeps is like, I need to hang out with these kids. Right. They're keeping it alive. Like okay. they're keeping, you know, they're, they're doing it. And he did. Wow. And then he just did this. And then I don't remember like five years. Of my <laughs> five, years <laughs> five years later, you're still the kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you ever introduce yourself as the kid? Do you ever say, no, uh, no, 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 no. It's a good name though. That's, it's a good, it's a great name. Yeah. I mean, I re- I respond to it instantly. Yeah. <laughs> dog. Like, Does, what? Ears perk yeah. up. Is, huh? I mean, my best friend calls me the kid. Oh, seriously. Yeah. Jai calls me the kid. Kid, yeah, reaps. Call, everyone calls me. Everyone does, know. except my wife. Oh yeah, <laughs> that'd, that'd be a little. Or weird. my kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kids calling kid. the dad. Yeah. Even though I thought <laughs> the dad, I yeah. thought it'd be cool. Like, but occasionally reaps will call me the dad. The dad. And, and, and then, and then when I started getting older, he started calling me the young adult. The young. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty soon you'll be the grandfather. Yeah. 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 Shh. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm, yeah. I'm just saying it happens. You know. It does, but yeah. hopefully later than yeah. sooner. There you yeah. go. So, but then I kind of like started going off on this like party mania. Oh mission. yeah. And Tim was still fully f- like I was still we were still skating together and mm-hmm. everything, but I was like party mode. You guys was were that on- like Beautiful Man Club? Time that or? was a little later. Right. It came later. I mean, Tim party too, but Tim could handle it. I would, I would just be like, oh, "You, I'm dying," and he'd he'd be up at like eight, like, "No, let's let's go skate," and he'd just rip all day and just like <laughs> <laughs> sweating and okay. just need another beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shit. <laughs> Creature only lasted a year for you though, right? Yeah, you went but, to Scarecrow. So then Russ 
in all rust mode just mm-hmm. out of like i had no chance like i went to nhs one day and he just was like we need to go to lunch he goes i'm quitting today i'm starting a new company will you want to go with me and i'm like <laughs> just wow. like that just like that i was like uh yeah you even ask him the name i'm gonna he already had it scarecrow okay and uh and I probably would have done it anyways, but mm. at that time, like I was kind of talking about how we, I was starting to get party mania. Sure. And Jeff Kendall lived in San Jose at the time, and he would go out probably every weekend. And they was part of I was part of that whole older skater crew. Now mm. I was the kid in this older were, skater right. crew. So he would see me out all the time, and Russ told me he would come into work and be like. I seen your boy out again, you know, Uh-oh. like that. He was out raging with JJ and Todd, and he would be like, "You know, that never goes well." And <laughs> right. but Russ never cared. Oh no! So then, I mean, I would have gone anyways, probably. But I was like, "Well, Russ doesn't care what I do. Mm-hmm. If I stay here, Kendall cares what I do." That's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, because yeah, yeah. um, they had already been on Ron about stuff. Okay, and. and and um, which is nothing. It was over nothing, mm. just being controlling. Okay. Um, so I was like, oh, I'll go with Russ. I love Russ. Like Russ was like one of my best friends at the time. Oh, so I right. was like, I'll go with you. Sure, sounds good. Wow, cool. You could pay me the same. Awesome. Let's do it. Perfect. Just like that. Yeah. Now was he doing Scarecrow just out of? Did he have a? He moved to San. Back. He's from San Luis Obispo. He up and moved, and because his. Then girlfriend, now wife, was pregnant. Oh wow! And they were both from San Luis Obispo, and she, they, he wanted to do something different, and she, I think she wanted to be close to her mom. Gotcha. And she had just graduated high school; she was going to UC Santa Cruz. Mm. So um, they moved to San Luis, and he just did it out of this old house. Oh. It was like a a house that was converted into a construction company, okay. and it was rad. And it, they called it the haunted house, and then they had a ramp and everything. It was like oh, super dope. cool. Yeah. While it lasted. Sure. <laughs> and Ben Horton did all the graphics and all the sales. Talented dude. He's insane. Wow. Ben Horton is insane. <laughs> I'd watch him do sales all day and then stay after work and do like four board graphics at night and cut all the rubies. Because back then you had to cut the rubies. Yeah. Cut the rubies? Yeah, for it's the like screening. A, it's like a red... Um, Each layer you would cut yeah. it with this red like acetate oh you know what i think yeah, um you peel it off yeah i think we um who was telling us about that oh mark mckee oh yeah mark yeah, mckee yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. they you'd he'd have to draw it you draw the black line and then you'd go through and cut the rubies God. that all the shading or the other colors would be Jeez. and he was just like what a process and he was married and he had a kid he was probably 21 years old didn't russ doesn't russ pope draw stuff too he does transportation unit yeah, yeah but like back he works then, at like converse Back then, he really didn't. I think he did one board. Oh. But he wasn't, like, he wasn't where he's at now. Oh, okay. Um, ben just, just nailed it. Boom, 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 boom. Crazy. Like, no Some problem. people just have it like yeah. that. Yeah. They're just talented. He's great at fine art, but he also is good at graphic art. Hmm. And um, it's kind of two different worlds, but he can do anything. I trip on people like that. I know, yeah. me too. <laughs> Ask me to draw something. <laughs> Stick figure. You trace it. Oh, tracing. Yeah, tracing yeah. paper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. So, SMA. Creature. Creature. Scarecrow. 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 What happened with Scarecrow? Okay, I guess there was a... Um, he had a company doing the books for him. Oh. And they fucked up. Wow. And all of a sudden, one day, they're like, oh, you owe 
whatever the money to the government or IRS. No, or they, shit. it was to the, and at the time Jim Gray was making the boards. Yeah. Okay. And, um, so he owed whatever amount. I don't know. I was a kid then. Mm. I, I don't, I didn't ask questions. Right. But he, it was enough to kind of scare Russ, I guess. Okay. Sorry, Russ. I'm not trying to like, I, I, I could just tell he, and he just kind of worked at a deal and Jim Gray took over the company. Oh, gotcha. Oh. And it kind of took away. I haven't, I, I like Jim Gray. Yeah. He's a cool dude. Nothing against him. Mm-hmm. But it took away what I liked about Scarecrow. Oh, okay. There was no more haunted house. Mm. There was no more, um, everything that was, was cool about it was gone yeah. in my mind. Mm. And, and then somehow Simon Woodstock convinced me to go ride for Sonic, which was a totally bad idea. So, <laughs> and I they love make the good burgers. They make I, good burgers. Yeah. I, I, but, and and yeah. I feel lame saying that because I did it because the O'Brien brothers owned it. Okay. And I've idolized the O'Brien brothers. Mm. And, um, and like Corey O'Brien, Gavin O'Brien, just like, pfft. Yeah, rad. It's San Jose, and it's San Jose. It was in San Jose, you know. Mm-hmm. And at the time, NHS was distributing it, but they didn't own it. Gotcha. So it was one of those like royalty deals, mm-hmm. and I kind of missed being at NHS. Oh yeah. And because at that point, I started skating with Chad a lot, who rode for Creature. I started and Tim. I'm always skating with, so we were always together. And I'm all. I just want in that van. Mm. And I wasn't even thinking about money. I wasn't thinking about anything. I'm like, I just wanted that van. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't realize Sonic was the stepchild of NHS. You know, like I didn't, I didn't realize that. Okay. But even though I still got to go in the van, I mean, I could go in the van anyways. It's not that big of a deal. But yeah. But, but you wanted to be. I just in... wanted to be back there because yeah. I missed being back there. But it didn't really work out, and they really weren't selling stuff, and I just ended up just like quitting for nothing. Oh yeah, just, uh, just over I'm it. out. I didn't have anything going on, and um, honestly, I was like, I think I'm done with skating. In period. With I mean, skating, with the sponsorships, with seeing like a pro skater. Because to me, at the time, I was old. How old were you? Twenty four. Twenty four. Wow. Okay. So, so young, dude. I know. <laughs> I'm like, maybe I'm just done. Because I mean, I wasn't getting any calls. I wasn't like really. I didn't have any good ideas mm. or anything. Um. And so at the time, and then at the time I was riding for pig wheels mm-hmm. and I was really good friends with Beagle. I took the filmer, not the filmer, not the filmer, <laughs> Josh, Josh, Josh Beagle. Yeah. Josh Beagle. <laughs> yeah. um, I tend, I tended to um, become friends with the partiers in the scene, yeah. <laughs> 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 but uh, I just didn't have anything for a while. And I was like, well, maybe it's just over. I kind of was thinking like that. And then I was riding for Vans at the time. Oh yeah, and I was, and I had a pretty good gig going there. And um, the team manager Scott Sismus really like went out of his way for me. Um, I was part of this thing called the Pro Series with Julian and Karma and and Ethan Fowler mm-hmm. and Ray Barbie, but it really wasn't doing anything because it was just a weird time for Vans. Yeah, so like when they're doing all the cups. And yeah, and we they didn't they basically like you guys come in and design, but we're gonna tell you what we're gonna make. So we we're like, why are we here? Yeah, that's weird. Just sitting in the design like just like, 
<laughs> but I'll admit, like all of us, even though that's like such a great crew of skaters, yeah, at the time, it wasn't influ. It really wasn't very influential. Hmm. You know what I mean? Because like, I watched Jeff Rowley's thing that oh, you guys did. That's right. Yeah, he came in right after that and did exactly what we wanted. But he had the name at the time mm. to make it work. Right. Like, unfortunately, us at the time, it just. I don't know. It just didn't work. Mm-hmm. But anyways, mm-hmm. I got off. off, off no, no, no. You're... I got off. But it took a name like Jeff Rowley to bring back the vulcanized soul. Right. He was huge at the time. Yeah. Still. Still. Yeah. Absolutely. Totally. It's um, cool, though. Like, all you guys that skated knew that that's what you, you wanted Vans to be that again. Not Yeah. Like, and they, they didn't want the stripe. Like, just like Rowley said, they mm-hmm. didn't want the stripe on anything. Yeah. We're like, we want the fucking stripe. Right. We want vulcanized. We want light. We want flexible. We want yeah. this. And they're like. Well, he had to really fight for it, really. Yeah. But he yeah. had the leverage. That's mm-hmm. true. And there was more involved in that because it wasn't just Jeff. It was like the flip guys mm-hmm. got into vans and like really like t- like sold them like. We're gonna help you, right? You know, yeah. And it was great for Vans. Sure, it was great. Oh, yeah. Like I'm not complaining about anything. Like I realized, like we weren't the dudes mm-hmm. to do that. Okay. Um, at the time, like it would be different, you know, five years later. Yeah, oh, except sure, for sure. Ethan. Ethan, I think, and that's why he went on to get a like a pro share or whatever. Ethan mm-hmm. Fowler is fucking insane. Yeah, mm-hmm. so yeah. fucking good. Um, and. Through vans, I got to do go on so many insane trips. I bet just madness. Mm-hmm. Imagine being in a van, cardio. Um, Ethan Fowler, yeah, Karma Tashev, Julian Stranger, crazy. Um, Tony Trujillo, <laughs> um, Chet Childress, Aaron Harrison. Um, who am I forgetting? Alan Peterson. Oh yeah. And just feeling like you're worthless. <laughs> <laughs> and then so Scott Sismus was like, why don't you ride for Label? Mm. And Black Label had been my favorite company since it started. Oh, yeah? And then I kind of got to know Lucero over the years. Because I remember like in the early 90s, everyone was kind of the same. And so Lucero would see me and he'd be like, punk. Oh, you call you out? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. No, not call me out. Like, you're into punk. I know. Okay. You know, like, right? Because no one else was. Everyone was into, just like in the fresh. thing. Like, yeah, it was very fresh and and this and that. And so he was always like, "I see you." Mm-hmm. Which just like I just kind of peed my pants because I was so stoked. <laughs> like <laughs> your pegged pants. Yeah, I yeah. just peed my pegged pants. <laughs> oh, you mean right now or back then? <laughs> no, not yet. Okay. <laughs> I'll call it. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I was just a Lucero fan. Sure. Because there, there was funny little things that I would remember from skateboarding, like in the magazines. And one of the things that stuck, and it wasn't like so-and-so did this and on this wall or Nottish did this. It was like Lucero got married and he had a tuxedo with shorts <laughs> with socks with the sock holders. Oh, with the thing, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. old school businessmen, sock yeah, you holder, know, right. sock holders, and I was just like, that stuck out to you. Fuck, that's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> and and like and or like there was the Jason Jesse ad. He wasn't even. There was a little sequence, but he's just like hanging out 
on his old truck. Mm-hmm. And then there was like all this like Elvis shit in the background and like a tapestry and these like like Catholic candles and shit. And I was just like, that is so fucking cool. That's <laughs> that's the kind of shit that stuck in my head. Gotcha. More than like some of the like so and so did this and so like I mean I remember that shit too. Sure. <laughs> I just really liked that kind of like bold personality, mm-hmm. you know. Right. Um okay, now I'm off subject again. The label. But the la- okay, so then I was talking about how I'd always loved the label, but the label was always kind of kind of knew it was either out of a garage or kind of in a warehouse or it was kind of smaller small and by that time even though i didn't hardly make any money i made enough to pay my rent Mm -hmm. buy food pay for my health insurance and buy fucking beer there you go (laughs) and i liked having that the essentials the essentials sure yeah <laughs> but uh the month, the month. but I, I always kind of knew like black label was kind of like up and down all the time okay even though it was to me back in the early 90s it was black label alien workshop i thought were the two coolest fucking things oh in yeah skateboarding okay so at that point i'm starting to think i'm done you're done i'm done did you know lucero at all yeah because oh, we would end okay. up like by that point once again, I told you I became friends with the partiers. Yeah. So it'd be like trade show, Lucero in the beer garden. There, okay. Or whatever contest, there's some party and it's like Lucero's at the bar. Yeah. Tequila, <laughs> tequila. Yeah. And um, so, and I was like, you know what? What a great way to go out. The label. Yeah. What yeah. A, what a great way to go out. That's you what know? you were thinking. Yeah, t- absolutely. You didn't 100%. think this was a start of uh, no. like a re- no, not at drinking all. team. No, huh? at all. start a drinking team. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. If you I wanna. was like, sure. He was I already love, on that. I love Black Label, and mm-hmm. he offered me a little bit of money. I'm like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool, actually. That's rad. Hmm. But then, and then even before, what I'm getting to is, he was like, oh, let's do this video, and I'm just like, okay, yeah, you know, what do I, what else do I have to do? I was getting a decent check from fans i was like surviving okay and i mean and when i mean decent i mean decent back then it's just like whatever 100 well i don't know i don't want to talk about money but it wasn't a lot it wasn't a lot of money but i was paying my rent i was buying beer and i was buying gas you know yeah. and um so i was like yeah dude rad I'll, what a what a great way to go out okay perfect because I've always wanted to ride for Black Label. Hmm. And not too long after that, Giant picks him up. They blow up. Yeah, and because John owed money to Giant, or oh. to, to Paul Schmidt. Yeah. And so John was willing to give the company to Giant and to pay off his debt. Okay. And and Schmidt, being a, the cool-ass cool, cool ass motherfucker that he is, was like, no, 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 no. We'll work out a deal, mm-hmm. and we'll help you. We'll, you know, we'll work out this payment program and, oh, and you can start paying off your debt and then we'll help you distribute and we'll work out this thing. Right. Wow, that's cool. Well, because Paul Schmidt feel kind of, I, I, I mean, I can't put words in Paul Schmidt's mouth, mm-hmm. but when Schmidt stick started, Lucero and Grosso came on and that's when everything blew up for oh, Schmidt yeah. sticks. It was like, because he was kind of not really anything and then it just kind of went boom. So mm-hmm. he was always like, Help try to help out John. That's how he got into debt. So he's kind of helping him out, like doing him a favor. Helping him out. Yeah. yeah. So like, give him boards. John can't. Yeah. Well, yeah sure. You know that they kind of thing. Him, yeah. 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 So then the then the giant thing 
came about, and I was like, whoa. Because right at that point, Element was like the shit. Mm-hmm. And Destructo was like booming, you know, and like they were like kind of cranking. Yeah. yeah. It's like, wow, that's kind of gnarly. Then Mike V got on the team. Oh, yeah. I'm like, whoa, that's fucking kind of gnarly. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, and now there's talk. And even though like when they went to that, he's like, I have to cut your pay. I'm like, ah, fuck, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> like, whatever. But he's like, it's going to get better. We're with Giant now, you know? And I was like, I started scratching my chin and going like, he's like, I really want to do this video. I really want to do this video. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and so at that point I was like, I really need to clean up my act because I fucking party. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like we're wearing suits, coveralls with BMC on the back and all that. Like we're just on cruiser bikes. We're just like running rampant in the streets of San Jose. You know? <laughs> okay. But I'm like, dude, I got to get my shit together. Yeah. You know, and at that point, Aaron Harrison and Chet Childress end up moving to San Jose. And so we had like this rad little crew. I love those skating with those dudes. Mm-hmm. And that was around the time Tim died. Oh wow. When all, when all that stuff was going on. And I just something snapped in me when Tim died too. I just mm. kinda like everything's gonna be different now. Hmm. I just had this thought in my mind, like everything's gonna be different now. And um I was like, BMC's dead. You need to start looking to something else, you know, and but so I was trying to get my shit together, and I was doing better and going out filming and stuff, but I was still partying some, you know. Okay. And then from um, it was the Tim Brosh Memorial Skate Jam after the funeral. I connected with my now wife. Oh wow! She had had a friend die the same fucking day or the oh, day before, right wow. around the same time. So we kind of wow. kind of connected under that yeah. thing. Huh. Um, and like two months later, she was pregnant. Really? Damn. Yeah. And, Worked fast. And we decided, <laughs> we decided just to go for it. That's and and that really snapped me. Like we got our own place, and I was just like, "This is my last chance." That's that's fast. To actually do like, because before I was like, I knew I was kind of a pile. Mm-hmm. I knew I just partied all the time. Right. And, um, I knew I just kind of like skimmed by, you know. And, mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is my last chance. I mean, it seems like everything just kind of worked. Like the label thing came in. That meant a lot to you. You wanted to get it. Dumb fucking luck. Total dumb luck. But with work. And I just like sobered the fuck up. Mm -hmm. And just skated like I'm a fucking madman. How old were you when? um, 25. 25. Yeah. So you had a kid when you were 26 almost pretty much. Yeah, I was 26. 26. When Haley was born. Wow. I mean, yeah, that can change That's your life. That's why she's going to be 19. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's wow. So hey, I, just, I just went, I just started making up for lost time, basically. Sure. I was just like, fuck. I even like, it was like squatting, doing squats and weights and stuff because I'm like, I feel like a weakling. Yeah. And I'm going to have to jump down stuff. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get stronger. Yeah. 25's young, though, dude. Yeah, yeah, man. I felt old. Oh, parting so much. Well, yeah. but at the time, there was no, that new generation, there was nothing to go off of age-wise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I watched, like I said earlier, I watched all my heroes get out, like at their early 20s. They were yeah. just gone. See ya. Overnight. Boom. Gone. Right. So, 
I don't know. I just was like, I'll just do this video. It's a, if, who knows? It's my last chance. Was that label label, label kills? kills? Yeah. yeah. For, by I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know who I'm praying to. The grace of something. The grace of somebody, the video hit, and yeah. it just it's completely... Skateboard needed that video, I feel like, at that time. I mean, I think like there was times like like when the first Zero video came out, skateboarding needed that first yeah. Zero video. Yeah. There you go. And then everything went that way. Yeah. And then when Label Kills came out, it was like that was blown out, mm-hmm. and it needed some refreshment, you mm-hmm. know? And, and, and Lucero was like the savior, because... Um, in the past, even though I had people support me, but it was always kind of like, go shoot photos, nothing gets used, you know, and you're, me and Tim were always out doing everything, skating mini ramps, skating skate parks, skating streets, skating this, skating that, but yeah. it, like, we weren't, we weren't focused, and, at, you know, sometimes it seemed like every time you opened a magazine, it was like, green grass, handrail, San Diego. <laughs> right. You know, or like this or that, like Thrasher was good, mm-hmm. but... The mags were almost looking for something else something that certain, you weren't. Like yeah. Thomas Campbell told me a story years later. He goes, I would send photos of you and Tim. I was so stoked on them. And they would just be like, what are you sending? Why are you sending us this? Wow. And he goes, dude, these guys are rad. And he goes, they're like, we want gaps or handrails. That's what you know, was, that was, like, was really, going yeah. on. Right? And that's yeah. how it works. And that's fine. So for a lot of years, it was like always kind of like feeling defeated. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I'm into doing this. And I, I'm going to try to do this, but I don't really want to do this. And, mm-hmm. you know, or almost then, like nobody cared. No one cared or, like, or yeah. only certain people care. And I'm only have I'm only hooked up here because there's one dude that's working here that doesn't give a fuck about what's going on. And they're willing to go out of their way to support me, you mm-hmm. know, and that kind of stuff. But John was like, I fucking love all your weird shit. Do your weird shit. Mm-hmm. We'll do it. Yeah. He was like stoked, you know. And I was like, and just having that support of being like, just do your thing. Well, that's what it should be if, if you're on somebody's team. Yeah. It's like, do yeah. your thing. Do like, your we thing. Don't yeah. change anything. Yeah. 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 Do your thing. Like, Absolutely. And he was like a huge confidence that I realized I didn't have mm. over a lot of those years. Okay. And I was just like, oh, I just do my thing. Yeah. It's like, fuck yeah. And that's so comforting. Totally. You know? But to I, know that you could just yeah. do you and don't have to like yeah and, and him get real, yeah. but him get really excited when I would send him like some like I did this Ollie Miller flip over this electrical box he'd be like dude this is fucking awesome yeah yeah where everyone else was like oh, I hit this hubba I hit this rail sure or, you know I did this um and it was just cool to have that yeah and um it kind I get somehow it worked I guess totally yeah sure. it, it was a whole new like. Yeah. Boosted you. Yeah, totally. And yeah. like I said earlier, like I ended up moving to Huntington Beach going like, oh, I don't think it's going to work. I'll just go work at Black Label. How rad is that? I could work at Black Label. So this was after Label Kills. Yeah. Then but, you... but the video hadn't really hit yet. God, and then once okay. the video hit, then I started getting calls like from this company or this oh. company or like things started to happen. And it's like, and then the label started cranking. So it's like, it goes like, oh, look at this royalty check. Wow. Or like now it's like this shoe company is interested. I was writing for Vans at the time, but they basically told me where you're at, you're never going any farther than this. Hmm. So I was like, and I just had like a colorway for CCS and it did super good right Mm -hmm. after Label Kills. Oh, wow. I didn't get any money for it or anything, but I didn't care. I was like, at that point, I was just like, I'm just 
trying to work my way back up the ladder. Yeah. I, or never was up the ladder. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to do something. And they're like, nothing's going to happen. You're just going to get paid this. Nothing's going to happen. Hmm. So I was like, well, maybe I'll put my feelers around, you know. So, yeah. And then it just started, things started to happen. And all of a sudden I'm like, wow, oh, wow, you're actually making decent money. I can move back to San Jose. Are you talking about... When you was, when you went to go work for label, so this I, was so I, when did Enjoy okay. come in? This okay. was I when went, it got okay. So we did label kills. Yep. A, a little bit of time passed. It didn't hit right away. Sure. Or yeah, I guess you know that kind of stuff takes a little while. Mm-hmm. And I'm a new dad. Yep. Um, my wife hates her job. Mm. She has to f- commute from Hayward to San Jose, which is just sucks. Okay. And so me as a new dad was like i have to do something you know and i was like john i need i need a job he's like come down okay because i i didn't i didn't think the video worked for me interesting i was like i guess it's not gonna work you know it wasn't meant to be well how long how long was that time i mean it was about four months when i i i mean i was overthinking things too yeah Mm -hmm. and feeling pressure as a new husband and new father right and just being like i want to be responsible in this situation and i want my wife to be happy yeah and there's a good chance this isn't going to work but then we were down there for a few months and then all of a sudden it was just like boom boom and then what happened after that because you uh, eventually went to enjoy Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) why did you go to enjoy why not? I was I'm, on. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just. I was. I was on label for like seven years at that point. Mm-hmm. One, I was still young and immature. Okay. Look at this. When I got married and had a kid, I'd never had a normal. I never had to fucking do anything. Never had a real girlfriend. Okay. I just traveled and partied and fucked off. And skated all the time. <laughs> Your whole life. That's what you like, did. Totally. Yeah. Totally. And, and then all of a sudden I'm married with a kid and I'm just like handling it, but like not really knowing how to handle it. Yeah. It's a lot. It was like a huge learning curve. I bet. But still though, the label thing goes on and on and on. Yeah. And next thing you know, I'm living in San Jose. I own a home. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to slow down a little bit with my like motivation. Okay. And things start to slow down with black label. Mm. And then I'd been so involved with black label. And so there had to be like cuts and I don't know. I just, it was immaturity. Mm -hmm. And I even, I bet even Lucero would admit to it on his part and lack of proper communication from the company to you. From me going to John going, this is how I'm feeling. Like now I could go to somebody and go, this is how I'm feeling. This is my problem. Why is this happen? Exactly. And I just was kind of like also feeling like I was unmotivated. And honestly, but being on tour with black label, I don't know what people think who we, who we were or are for some reason, they think every stop you go to that you want a, jug of fucking Jack Daniels <laughs> and to be taken to the biggest concrete hole that exists. <laughs> and I kind of was like, oh, I grew up street skating. Yeah. You know, I grew up fucking skating curbs and fucking like, 
Dude, Black Label had a very distinct look back then. They, they did, yeah. and you know, I, but but at, but at that the, time when they really popped off, like the blue collar skater wasn't like being represented in any sort of like way yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Black Label comes along with that video, and, and everyone just kind of gravitates. And honestly, mm-hmm. like I was skating with the Enjoy guys all the time. San Jose, yeah, Louis Barletta, yeah, and I was filming with um, Chris avery and i love filming with chris avery and they were making their video and i was just feeling stagnant and then there was the cuts that went down and i felt like i kind of got a little uh, just being emo me mixed with being immature you know Mm -hmm. you know but i don't regret it no because i go to enjoy and i there was amazing skaters on black label but dude i'm on a team with louis barletta and louis barletta and jerry sue and all these fucking Seriously. dudes caswell and i'm like i just wanted something new yeah and, and you're back home and back yeah, home and, and i wanted to be like these that was when they were starting to do bag of suck and i'm like i want in on that yeah like i want to be with these dudes and be part of this like just because I'm needing something inspiring. There you go. I'm yeah. bored. It's right refreshing. Now. Yeah, because I'm easily bored okay. all the time. Oh, you are. Are you bored right now? <laughs> Not at all. Okay. <laughs> as long as you're staring at that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Pale ale. No, I'll talk about myself all but day it, long. <laughs> <laughs> Ask my wife. <laughs> yeah. How was it calling or telling Lucero it was hard. that you're going to leave? It was hard, but he was cool about it. Yeah, was he? And it was kind of easy because I had lined up Russ Prope to get have a job at Black Label. Oh, yeah. So I, I kind of called Russ first. And I'm like, dude, this is what I'm thinking about doing. Mm. And it kinda, I think it for me, it eased me into the thing. But John was cool about it. I'm sure he was bummed. He understood. But he understood. And, you know, there's no hard feelings or anything. Okay. Like that. He's one of my best friends to this day. I'm go After this, I'm driving to his house. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. sick. Yeah, so I went to Enjoy and did that, and it was it was rad. Yeah. And I, and I never planned on leaving. Enjoy. Yeah. What happened? For, first of all, Bag of Suck, your part, amazing. Oh, Great, thanks. great yeah. video, for sure, to be a part of. Dude, I'm so lucky I got was able to be part of two videos that are like shelfers. Seriously. Yeah. 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 You know, and once again, dumb luck. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, but, they're the, bro, come yeah, on. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're selling yourself but short. I, I will admit sometimes at, at enjoy, I felt a little inadequate. Oh, why? I was older. Okay. And you know, these dudes were just kill it. Like they had never really had that video part. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That was Jerry Sue's like, fucking, Oh yeah. That's Jerry best part, Sue, I feel like almost murdered himself making that video part. I bet. Like he was just like, like break after he that. would just he yeah. would go and like film and either break himself or get what he wanted and break himself and then he would just like lay yeah, I bet. <laughs> for like days and like recuperate right. and be like I'm ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like you know the horses that have the blinders? Oh yeah. He was wearing blinders throughout. Oh, How geez. long did that video take? I have no idea. No. How long did you film for? Dude, I'm not much of a filmer. I just go skating and sometimes I get shit. Were you skating with uh, Kyle Camarillo a lot back then? A little bit with Kyle too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like Kyle came in on that, but mainly I went out with Chris. Um, Chris Avery. Yeah, mm-hmm. because Kyle lived up the peninsula and, and uh, Avery lived in San Jose, so it was a little easier. Yeah. But I, I filmed with Kyle too. Um, I don't know. I've never been like, I used to try to be like, I'd watch everyone else, else go in like film mode and I just, just didn't operate like that. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm the kind of guy that'll go out five times and one day I'll get like five things. Okay. But I'm not making a list of going like, I'm going to hit this hubba. 
and then I'm going to hit sure. this, and yeah. I'm going to hit this, gonna and I might have to go there 15 times. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Just, I just kind of go. You let the spot dictate what you're... Exactly. Yeah. Just kind of like, oh, what can I come up with that's pretty decent? Fun. Or try to... Everyone's skating this. What else can I skate? Like, what else is around here? Sure. You know, yeah, to, yeah. Um, because I, I knew early on... I... I wasn't that good, like watching it. Like, dude, I came up with the, in the era of like Danny Way and like Guy Mariano and like all these people, and you're just like, why am I here? <laughs> <laughs> like, what am I doing? And but I'm like, no, but you want to do this, mm-hmm, you know, like mm-hmm. that. So I'm like, skate faster and do weird shit. Yeah, but but I really wanted to do that. I really wanted, like, like a lot of my friends. When, like, Mendoli, Edward, Solomon was pretty much a, a rogue. He was on his whole other thing. But everyone else kind of just went along with the skateboard trends. Yeah. And I was kind of like, I never wanted to leave the 80s. You wanted to, okay. But I liked modern skating. I love I love the blind video. Mm-hmm. I love Guy Mariano, mm-hmm. you know, and and Rudy and and. Apollo and all those dudes and I loved I loved everything yeah but I still loved this you stayed on your I, yeah and path, I was like what you wanted how can, to do let's try to mix the two okay you know like yeah. kind of like mix it up yeah. and um and it was exciting for me you know sure like, um and that's what kind of kept me like and I, maybe it was part insecurity like you're not good enough mm-hmm. but I think I really just wanted to do something different anyways you yeah. seem like you just enjoy skateboarding yeah well, i just enjoy just like skateboarding and i didn't really care you're just being you i just yeah. didn't care yeah. what was going on i just didn't really give a shit yeah and um but i i had a i was having it's totally off subject again <laughs> i was in austin with mike v like six years ago or something and we we're sitting in the beer garden at the fun 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 fest <laughs> that's weird <laughs> <laughs> and i was just kind of like i don't know what brought it up to me i'm like you know what i never was really the idea of like contests mm-hmm. or trying to compete or anything like that, it never, it just never, I didn't, I just didn't care. But for some reason, I just was like, I just kind of want to express, like, I just want to put my point of view out there. Yeah. Right. And I don't know. That's just what I, and I, it kind of hit me that day in the beer garden. Like, that's what I, that's all I've ever really done. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And just, I want to put my point of view out there. Right. You know, I mean, it would be weird any other way if you tried to follow these trends yeah. and, do, and, and, you know. I, and I couldn't. And I mean, honestly, I couldn't compete, really. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But mm. it was that's was what was exciting about like, like it's like going against the grain in a group of people that are kind of going against the grain, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. Um just that's just like the punk rocker in me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. 
This episode is supported by Shake Junt. Yep, the company that keeps you going in these streets. Need that perfect grip for your flick? Bearings that just don't stop? Bolts to keep your trucks on tight? Look no further. ShakeJunt.com has what you need. Grip, bearings, bolts, skateboards, rails, riser pads, grip tape cleaner, t-shirts, sweatshirts, hats, and everything else in between. Treat yourself and save a couple bucks by entering 9Club at checkout. Yep, 20% off everything. Just enter 9Club, N-I-N-E-C-L-U-B at ShakeJunt.com. Get there while you can. You had said you never planned on leaving Enjoy. Yep. What happened with Enjoy? Why did you leave? Matt Eversall had issues. With you? No, not at all. Oh. I've been friends with Matt, and I talked to him yesterday. Okay. Since I was 15, we've been friends. Oh, wow. Yeah. He was just butting heads with people at Dwindle. Okay. And I was just not used to... Like I, I come from Black Label where it's like all for one and one for all. Mm-hmm. We love John mm-hmm. and we don't have a lot of what everyone else has, but we don't care because mm-hmm. we love John and we love Black Label. And everyone loved, this is how it began. Everyone loved Enjoy, the idea of Enjoy, yep. but it was like there was like contention with Dwindle. Mm. So it's like I, we go on these trips and they just, I felt like there wasn't like this mutual respect and it was weird for me because everyone's kind of like, eh, I'm fucking, you know, always talking shit about this and talking shit about that. And I'm like, what do you, what is there to talk shit about? Like, I've never been treated so good as a skateboarder in my life right. since I was on Enjoy. Huh. And they're, you know, yeah, there's bullshit and everything, but there was just like all it, it, did, it didn't have that kind of like, I don't know, and but I didn't care. I'm like, I love these dudes. Mm-hmm. I kind of got it. It's like San Jose's a crew, and the, whoever else comes into it is a, is part of the crew. It's the Enjoy crew. Mm-hmm. And, but then there's like this weird riff between Dwindle. Interesting. And um, here I'm kind of sounding like I'm not really talking shit, but that's just what it was. And it was just, it made me feel awkward. And Matt was always kind of going to bat for us. Yep. Like literally fighting tooth and nail for us mm. and to keep the brand the way he wanted to keep the brand. And I felt friction okay. because Matt's my my friend first and then my team manager or brand manager second, yeah. you know. And I don't know. I just it always made me feel uncomfortable. And then he started really having beef with them where it'd be like, I'd get a call. I'm quitting. I'd be like, great. <laughs> because without Matt, to me, without Matt, it was just like. It's done. It sounds like you're very loyal to these, you know, your buddies that are were the team managers, yeah, totally. like the, like Russ Pope yeah, absolutely. and Matt Eversall. I don't know. I don't really, friendship comes first always. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you might make a buck today, but it won't make, you won't make a buck tomorrow, but you'll, you'll have friends. There you go. You know, yes. you know, and, yes. um, but, and then he kept like going, I'm quitting, I'm quitting. And then finally one time he's like, I am quitting. Okay. It's done. And the next day, I started heading down to the trade show in San Diego. Mm-hmm. And John calls me. And he goes, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, he's like, what are you doing? I go, I'm actually coming down the grapevine right now and headed to San Diego. He goes, stop on. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm like, yeah, sounds awesome. I don't really want to drive all the way to San Diego. Okay. So I went to stay with him. He's like, let's go to the bar. Yeah. (laughs) So we go to the bar. 
And then we start getting drunk and he's just like, what's going on? And then I just kind of told him what was going on. Mm-hmm. And um, he was just like, he looks at me like the John look. He goes, the label. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. And I'm just like, maybe. Because <laughs> if there was no Matt, then I didn't want to. I didn't really want to do it if there was no Matt. Okay. Okay. Because that was my connection. But yeah. wasn't Louie going to take over for this Matt? This was before and do... all that. This was before all gotcha. that. Gotcha. Yeah. So, and I, and I, and really like, I, and I, like I said, I didn't have any plans on leaving. I was like, these are my friends. I, they get treated extremely well at Dwindle. Mm-hmm. Like, but without Matt, I just couldn't. Hmm. see it and then everyone's having meetings going like what are you going to do what are you going to do what are you going to do you know Mm. like do we keep it going and then um and then you know jerry is going well i'm thinking about doing this i'm thinking about doing that sure we kind of all thought it was done oh gotcha and i told him i go dude let's just leave on a high like Hmm. bag of suck just came out it did really well just fucking cut it off wow but I'm easy. I could easily cut things off. Mm-hmm. Like I'm dumb. You're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not. Moti- I'm not money motivated whatsoever. I'm just like fuck it. Yeah. Did the did it's done. Uh, move on to the next. They obviously so, kept it going. They kept it yeah. going. Yeah. And Matt, I don't know what Matt's intentions were, but he pretty much kind of just held out and then got everything he wanted and mm-hmm. then by that time I was already talking to John mm-hmm. and already being like, you know what, my name looks a lot better on a black label board hmm. okay. i don't know I, yeah. I was just i'll i'll be honest like the older i got the more crazy i got oh yeah because i was like the the breadwinner of the family yeah and i'm just kind of like getting older and going like fuck I don't, what am i doing I'm, just, I'm losing it like i'm losing my mind basically mm. at the time i don't realize it looking back no you were losing your fucking mind yeah huh. and um i don't know what it is it's just skateboarding's a weird when you get into that sponsored thing, it's just a weird fucking mind fuck. It is. Um, yeah. For some some of us mm-hmm. who are emo and crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I thought he was going to quit, and then I kind of started talking to John, and then he made me a proposal, and I was like, oh, really? And then I kind of was already going that way. Mm-hmm. And then Matt calls me and goes like, I worked out a new deal. I got everyone more money. We got, I worked everything out. I'm just like, oh no! Now you're like stuck in between. But I'm already kind of, like, I'm yeah. already moving in that direction. Mm-hmm. Right. Was it still a giant at that point? Uh, the label was not at giant. Oh. They went solo. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But they were still doing well. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I was just already moving in that direction. And then I was like, when's the next time Matt's gonna have a fucking breakdown? And I'm quitting. It was kind of over that whole up and down. Yeah. And I was over, I don't know if I already said this, I was over having to deal with Matt being the guy that deals with everything and me being Matt's friend from when we were teenagers and like feeling guilty that he's under so much stress to try to do more for us. Wow. And I was just like, I don't like being there. Hmm. Because I felt bad for Matt. Right. And 
and a lot of times he'd be like, you need to go do this. And I'm, I'm like, dude, you know me? Like, it happens when it happens. And you know, I just kind of like, uh, yeah. just, uh. It's weird when your friends work for the company yeah. with you. It's, it's, and they tell you, like, hey, you need to go get an ad or something. You're like, oh, shit, this is weird. Well, like, fuck really off. Didn't have to <laughs> we didn't really have to get ads. They had to go, they oh, had like, to go party. Like, I know. Hey, go get hammered and bring Jai. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go take a oh, photo yeah. of it. We'll, we'll cut I it all know, out. It was just like, uh, I felt like I wasn't doing enough. I don't know. I just... It's just me, once again, being an emo little bitch. <laughs> so back on Black Label. Back on Black. How did it feel? It was cool. Yeah? It was, yeah, it was great. It's, it feels like home. Yeah. Right. But then I quit again. What did you... What's going on? Why are you quitting? <laughs> because then that's when I actually was having a nervous breakdown. Not really. Okay. <laughs> okay, so the, the economy took a shit. Oh, you know, 2009, whatever, eight or nine, something like that. And I I remember talking to everyone being like, I feel like something's going on. I feel like something's going on. I feel like something's going on. And everyone's like, no, we're just going to hold tight. We're going to hold tight. Everything will be fine. Just don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you don't understand. I have two kids. I have a mortgage. I mean, I need to know what's going on. I need a warning. You know what I mean? Everyone's like, no, just hold on. So let's say I, so within three months, I went from making a dollar a month to making six cents in three months. And all of a sudden, like, it was like New Year and it was like, oh, yeah, we can't pay anymore. Oh, yeah, we can't pay anymore. You know, oh, yeah, we can't pay anymore. Mm-hmm. Or like, we can pay you this much. And I just was like, already, like, me and my wife are doing this due to the stress. It could become a problem in the relationship. Yeah. yeah. And I just was, I was like, okay, this is it. I'm done. And I just wanted to walk away from everything. I was, at the time, like me and my wife are getting divorced. I have to sell my house. Um, I'm just fucking over everything. Wow. And I just called John. I'm just like, and I was kind of, bu- I mean, I just didn't have any warning from anybody. And I was, nope. a- I was asking for a warning, but no one knew. It's no yeah. one's fault. Yeah. It's they no one's fault. Right. Yeah. It's no one's fault. I'm not blaming one person, mm-hmm. but we were all just trying to do the same thing and hold on. Sure. And then when that happened, it's like everyone else is doing the same thing. I'd like call around to try to get a job or whatever. And everyone's like, we're just trying to keep the people we have. Right. Hopefully we can keep the people we have. I just kind of lost it. And I just was like, John, I'm out. Wow. And I just was like, I'm doing art shit. Hmm. And I don't know, maybe I'll go to UPS or something. I don't, I, you know, I just didn't know. Try to like, find something. Done, yeah. You know, and I knew it wasn't going to last forever, but I figured it would be more of one of those things like look in the mirror and go, dude, it's fucking over. <laughs> right. or, or one of your sponsors goes, come on, man. You know, it'd be more like that. Right. Let's, let's get an exit strategy. Here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it seems like everyone gets ousted with the economy drop. Oh, for sure. A lot of companies fucking fell, fell to that. Mm-hmm. But I'm not bitching. I'm not complaining. You know. Didn't you end up on the 1031 for a little bit? Yeah. So then I just didn't have anything, and I was like, I don't even give a fuck. Fortunately, I made a little bit of money on my house. Oh, okay. me and my wife split the money. Oh wow. We ended up getting back together later. But oh. We split the money, and so I was like, oh, I have a little bit of money, mm. and I just was doing art shit, and I, I don't know, I just was like lurking. And Christian called me up one day. He's like. Well, if you don't really have anything going, why don't we make a board for me? I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Just, <laughs> just, just like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, go for it. He was like, we could pay you a little bit. I'm like, all right, fucking cool. Were you making money with your art stuff? Were you selling stuff? Little, not a lot. No? Okay. No. And, and still to this day, it's like, 
I do way more now than I did, but it's still pretty spotty. Mm. It's like really hard to rely on it. Yeah. For the first time this last year, I haven't had any guaranteed checks coming in. Oh. You know, I always had some, a little something. something. I just kind of let it come in. That's scary. Yeah. Well, it is scary, but it was funny because I was like, I'm done. Fuck it. I'm over it. Mm-hmm. I'm going this way. Skateboarding just kept bringing me, breathing me back. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because you ended up back on Black Label. Well, I ended up on 1031 for yeah. a bit, and they had problems. Mm-hmm. Then I ended up on Elephant with Mike V. Oh, that's right. And for the times, he actually paid me really well. I mean, it wasn't a lot, but it was like, oh, wow, cool. Mm. It was enough, so I'm like, I know I have this coming in, and I get this little bit from OJ, and then um, I just have to make this much every month, you know, just to get by. And I did that for a while, and then that exploded, and then... Um, and I didn't do anything for a while. But you were on Duff's for a while too, right? That must have yeah, been a good. Yeah, that was uh, like from. Yeah, that yeah, was no, yeah. that was a great gig. That was like from, basically, that was something that came from the label kills. Oh, that's okay. And then I went to decline. Oh, decline. Oh, yeah. yeah, right. Then the economy killed that. And yeah, then I just went off into like, La La Land. So after ten thirty one came in. You did that for a little bit, and then then you went back to Black Label. No, then I went to you, and then I did, I did the oh, elephant, yeah, elephant thing. That's for right. A while. That's right. Did the elephant thing for yeah. a while, and then I just ended up talking to John, and I was like, you know what, man. Um, and at the time, I kind of had this weird job position, and I was making decent money, and I'm like, hey, John, I, and he brought it up again, like label. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah. You know, he 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 texted me or something like. Round three, or <laughs> <laughs> third time to try. I don't know, he, yeah, something yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. He was just okay. kind of hinting, and I'm just like, dude, you know what, man? And I knew he was struggling. Mm. I'm like, dude, I'll totally down. I don't, I don't even care if you pay me or not. You did so much for me. You like, I told you guys about how he was so supportive. Yeah. And like, I'm like, I don't even care if my old man ass can help you in any way. It's cool. Yeah. You don't, I don't want to, I don't even care. Wow. Just, you want to make my boards? Cool. It's amazing that, you know, I mean, sometimes when you quit a company. But he still pays me. He gives me royalties and I don't even ask for it. I never even like think about it. There you so go. It's just like, a, like every three months it's like, oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I don't, I don't plan on it. I don't sure. expect it. I don't. Right. Like, I just am very appreciative of John Lucero. He's fucking awesome. No, I was going to say he sound, he's the man because some yeah. companies won't even, they don't want you back after you quit. You know, all three times, like this happened how many times? And he's like one of my best friends. Yeah, right? it's amazing. So, um, I love John Lucero. Yeah, I love you, John. <laughs> <laughs> so today, if John Lucero calls you up and says, hey, we're making a video. Let's do this. He's done that for the last four years. <laughs> well, where the fuck's the video? What's going on? Come on. Dude, I saw you skating Curb Kings, bro. I know. I, I know. I, and honestly, like. My buddy Connor would probably just laugh at me when he heard that. When I get back from this trip, I'm going on a fucking health kick. Are you? Yeah. yeah. And but it's hard, man. I have to hustle so much just to get by. Sure. It's easy not to go skate. It's like I gotta, I gotta get. You this. want Nick Dompier's number? I'll give you on a strict program. No. To get back in the- <laughs> I, don't need that. I don't need that shit. I just need to like prioritize. Yeah. Right. But I'm always so worried about like I gotta make some money. I gotta make some money. I gotta make some money. I gotta. How am I gonna make some money? So it's hard to go like, oh, I'm going to go skate. And I, I got to pick my daughter up at three. And, right, right. Or And now I'm old. I don't have any friends that fucking skate anymore, <laughs> you know? And um, 
for a while I had a, a rad rotation because um, my buddy, I mean, are you guys familiar with J.J. Rogers? Yeah. This has been years now, but he used to, he lived in Sacramento, but he would come to my house, stay at my house to, all of his work was in San Jose. Okay. I'm getting ahead of myself. No, go So he was, he was staying at this other dude's house, but I'm like, dude, if you want to stay here sometimes and mix it up, you know, yeah. we'll cook dinner for you, you know, that's, and he's like, yeah, right. Because he was living at this house, at this ramp, and I would, we would do this thing every Tuesday, we're going to skate the ramp, oh. Thursday or something like that. It kept kept me in the cycle a bit. There you go. And then he started staying at my house. I'm like, dude, I found these curbs. You want to start going skating curbs because they're going to tear down the ramp. And he's like, fuck, yeah. And then for a while, Tuesdays and Thursdays, we would just go skate my curb spot like that. And that huh. was like, kept me in tune. Yeah. You know? And then that just stopped happening. Oh, he's <laughs> no more work in San Jose. No, he kind of took, he, he ended up buying a house way out in the mountains mm. and he started working a lot in Palo Alto and he just rigged up a camper in his truck and he just lives on the job site and works early and works late and then he gets to leave Thursday night and go to where he lives. Oh, wow. So he gets a three-day weekend. Okay. Um, so no skate buddy. Not really. I mean, I... It, it, but you could go to the parks, right? I still I mean, could. There's... I still, I totally could. And I'm, that's the, what I'm saying. I'm going to go home and just be like, okay. Health kick. I don't care if I don't have anyone to skate with. <laughs> you're going to get up in the morning and you're going to go on a walk and you're going to get coffee and then you're going to go to the skate park and you're going to be home by noon and then you're going to work. Right. And you're going to pick up Lux at three and then you're going to go back home and you're going to work. It sounds but good on paper. I've done it before. Yeah. Um, But... I just get stressed and I just, then I drink too much and then I wake up groggy and then I fucking it all stops. do it all over again. Yeah, right, right. I mean, listen, some people can go skate alone. They, you, I can do uh, it. I can do it when it's just like me trying to get in the cycle. In the cycle. Yeah. Right. I mean, nothing, it's just trying to get my legs back and mm-hmm. being, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it has to be like. Mm. As, he's, <laughs> as he's taking a nice long sip of this year in Nevada. Oh, good. Hey, it's getting warm. Yeah. Uh, I need to get this thing down. <laughs> um, I've actually been working on this thing with Connor because we were doing the teenage for a while. I don't know if you heard, remember mm-hmm. in Sony? Yeah. He was a, like the media guy for Teenaged. Well, what is this Teenaged? What is it? It was a clothing company. Oh, okay. And um, I was kind of brought on to be a ambassador, but I also was like, involved creatively and did mm. art you know so it wasn't really like oh they sponsored me it was like kind of like a all about it was like a you know whatever they want whatever they brought what do you think about this what do you think about this what right. do you think about this um okay we need to do these videos come down you know and whatever so there was the idea like connor was like i really want to see a part from you yeah and i'm like Okay. <laughs> I was like, all right, we can do it. You know, I mean, I'm getting paid from this company. Yeah, I I'm, can't say no. Right. And if I get focused, I know I can do something. It's going to be old man shit, but, you know, all these aren't allowed. <laughs> no, just no. Run, as long as I can just run into shit and up walls and you're stuff not, like yeah. that, I'm good. You're not clicking your tail around yeah, anymore? Yeah, yeah. Uh, not a lot. Uh, <laughs> manuals, maybe, and shit like hey, that. Hey, but, yeah. those are always, yeah. yeah. I'm the, the older I get, I like to run into shit. Okay. Barriers and walls and mm-hmm. curbs and shit like that. Bro, people just want to see you skate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to go and crazy. I know. So, 
he was like, I want to do this thing. And I'm like, well, I'm down to do it, but you put all this effort into something and it comes out and it's here one day and gone tomorrow. So why don't we do something that I'm all, I would rather do something that has says something, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I'm not here trying to spark like some documentary about myself. Cause <laughs> that's just fucking lame. But I'm like, I'm just, know so many rad people and there's so many people have influenced me over my life i would rather it be like my story about like how i talked about solomon like Mm -hmm. solomon was the shit yeah or greg carroll or i met you know i I met mike v and you know like i i kind of like just being like have a little more and then also film new stuff there you yeah and there might be a little bit of old stuff right and because for me i remember that kind of stuff these days more Mm-hmm. You know, it was right after like Nora came out with that thing and it was like her skating and like kind of about her. And I'm like, that kind of stuff to me is inspiring now. Yeah. Not just like someone's like clip, 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 you know, yeah. which I like to see that too. Yeah. But a story but is it, nice. I like, to, I like, I enjoy more like what you guys do. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. and, and, and more like of a documentary little thing with right. some information because we're fucking old. Oh, yeah. and it's not just like so and so did this on this, and so and so did this on this, and so I don't know who so and so is anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like kind of like, damn, everyone's fucking amazing now. Yeah, it's true. I go to the skate park and I go, I don't even know if that's good anymore. Yeah, because to me that was amazing, but that's probably just normal now. You know, mm-hmm. like I don't even know. You don't yeah. right. Once I couldn't put myself into the situation, I didn't know how to judge it. Because before, yeah. even if I couldn't do it, I knew I couldn't do it. I understood why it was like hard yeah and why it was and now i'm just like i don't even know you don't know (laughs) (laughs) is there anyone new that you're you're psyched on a new generation um i like t-funk t-funk's amazing because t-funk is doing everything i dreamed about oh yeah but couldn't do it (laughs) right and there i mean to be honest like uh, there's so many amazing kids now i get more of a kick out of like just the weird kids i find on instagram or anything Mm that are just doing things for themselves. Yeah. They're not even like really trying to be sponsored or anything. And because there's so many good people and it's almost like, it's hard to find somebody that stands well, out in a it, crowd just, almost. I just like the purity of it, mm-hmm. you know, and there's all these kids that are ripping and I give them credit, but they're, they have an agenda yeah, and they have sponsors and, and that's great. And I'm happy for them and they're probably going to make a lot of fucking money Mm -hmm. great but i like these kids that are doing cool things that are just doing it and they have no expectation right Mm -hmm. right and um and it's like the 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 friendship kids and you know and like they're just all the weirdo like i'm sorry that we're all weirdos but you know i just (laughs) i just like those dudes there's these dudes that are just doing all this stuff and i'm like it makes me want to skate okay because watching all these crazy gnarly dude you can't relate can't relate and it really is kind of like i know i'm old it doesn't matter i'm just kind of like doesn't it doesn't, it doesn't really do anything, do anything yeah, yeah you know mm-hmm. um and there's more guys i'm just like i i see some clips here and there i'm just like holy shit yeah. some foundation was it a foundation kid he did some crazy wally oh, 270 nose to nose oh blind. yeah uh, yeah cory glick cory glick yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, don't, I can't remember names anymore yeah Brain cells lost long Gone? time ago. Done at the beer. No. <laughs> at the beer garden. What was that kid? Uh, Ace. He skated. He skated. Oh, Ace Pelka. Yeah, he's yeah. Like, I like Ace Pelka a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's awesome. Um, 
I don't know. I just, and, and, and like, there's a lot of kids that I found through doing the slappy hour thing. I just like, oh, these kids are rad. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I just kind of, those are my guys now. And what, what, so what's slappy hour? I have no fucking clue. <laughs> <laughs> you know what slappy hour is? It's my third child. <laughs> because I didn't plan it like both the other two. Uh oh. <laughs> oh my god. It just it, it, it. <laughs> perfect. Sorry, kids. Yeah. They'll never watch this. They don't give a fuck. Well, you never. <laughs> you don't ne- care. You never yeah. know. They man. don't care. You never know. And they already know. But um, uh, it, it was one of those things that started as a hashtag. Okay. And me being me instantly started thinking about things visually. Mm-hmm. And um, I could tell you the long-winded story, or I could just tell you, like, I make t-shirts and shit. There you go. Um, but it really started because, like, I was talking about me and JJ. Yeah. So we were going to the curb spot two days a week. Yep. And um, so, you know, we all have phones. We'd film each other, like, cool, and do the little phone edits. And- mm-hmm. I'd put them on my like Instagram or whatever. And then Matt Eversall like kind of caught wind of what we were doing. And he goes, dude, let's, he was, he wasn't working at the time. And he was like, let's go start making curb videos. I'm like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. So we went, we went out one day and, and then we, we like filmed some clips and he goes, you should come up with a hashtag. I'm like, really? And I, I'm not, I'm not like, <laughs> I, I understood what he was getting at, but I'm not totally like, I don't think like that. Yeah. Like, like oh, how am, gonna gonna pro- how am I going to brand and promote my curb skate? Like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, we're just, I'm just doing this because I'm older and I want to keep skating and I'm not jumping fences all the time. You know, I'm not out jumping fences and yeah, stuff. Yeah, okay? yeah, And I just want to keep skating and it reminds me of being a kid hanging out in the parking lot and skating mm-hmm. curbs and there's no pressure. There's no nothing. Yeah. But he's like, yeah, but let's just make a video. You know, I'm like, so he's like, you should come up with a hashtag. And I go right off the sloppy hour. Sloppy goes, hour. That sounds cool. I'm like, well, <laughs> and I go, well, I'll think some more and you know, yeah, I'm down to keep making them. So we just started doing that. And it was like a, I would made a few with Matt and mm-hmm. I would still do some with, with JJ and okay. I would just be like, Hashtag slappy hour. Right. Hashtag slappy hour. And then, of course, right when I went home, I instantly had a an image in my brain of like a logo. Oh. And I'm like, fuck, I'm gonna make a logo. And then we can ma- I can make my cheesy little videos on the phone, and I could just have a logo in front of it, and it would just kind of make it something. Sure. I was not thinking about anything but just me being visual. Okay. I wasn't thinking about trying to start a brand. I wasn't thinking about anything like that. And I just started doing that, and it kind of started clicking, and people started tagging me like Slappy Hour, oh, yeah. and I'm like, huh. And then every once in a while, I'd make a round of shirts, but I just figured it was going to be a really quick flash in the pan, mm-hmm. and I would keep doing it, but everyone else would just get bored of it. Mm-hmm. So I never really like was like, oh, I'm going to put any effort into this. I just kind of make stuff sometimes. Go, oh, I made a round of Slappy Hour shirts and koozies. Yeah, you're right. You know, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to ruin it because I was having fun doing it. It was a way to keep me attached to skateboarding because I wasn't very attached to skateboarding. And I just, we've always been like that. Just like, oh, BMC, let's make shirts. It's just like, let's just make, do this. Like make stuff. Yeah, like, exactly. Being creative, yeah. you know. 
Um, but I didn't want to ruin it because people enjoyed it. And I don't know. And then years, it's been going on for years. Mm. And then, um, then it ended up being its own Instagram. Yeah. And then I ended up more and more kid, even kids, people start tagging. I start reposting their videos and Sick. it just kind of turned into this little thing. And due to the, some of the videos that I did with Mike V and the, the, we did a couple things with the barracks and then mm -hmm. it just started going like. I'm not saying it's some the biggest thing in the world or anything, trust me. <laughs> but lately I've been treating it a little more seriously. That's amazing. Yeah. Trying to hustle it and yeah. um, make it look like it's an actual brand. But I held off for years, <laughs> like years, because I just didn't want to dirty it. I know what you're saying. Yeah, but for sure. after a while you just go, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> well listen you got another slappier sitting right next to you bro yeah. maybe you could give him give put him on the float program or something yeah, dude, get a shirt yeah you can get a shirt <laughs> and a koozie I'll give you i'll give you whatever you want <laughs> do you ever skate the santa monica curbs i never have dude oh. you would roger's there every single day yeah you look like you were there today you look red as fuck no i'm just Walking around. Oh, right. <laughs> did ten miles today. Walking, walking. walking. The fuck what you going? You, what? Huh? No, like you know, you can like check your phone and it'll tell you how far you walked. I never do that. I went that, to the post office like five times today. So like two blocks away. Though. Yeah, but I'll, I'll go to the post office oh, and walk, walk to the end of Appleton and come back around. Yep, it's a madman. <clears throat> well, the curb skating picked up a lot. Last oh man, years. it's a big thing. I mean, it's always been a thing, but like I've seen the younger kids do it, and it's completely blowing my mind. Yeah. yeah. I never, I would have never thunk it. Yeah. yeah. I would have never like been like, how'd this come back? Yeah. <laughs> really? And it like, like I said earlier, I figured it would be this little flash in the pan mm -hmm. and it just keeps going and going and going. Well, curbs are everywhere. Going. I think it's yeah. just relatable though, yeah. to be honest. Like it there, is. there are more everywhere than any other spot there is. I, I think it goes back to like how I brought up, we were talking about like the, the new generation mm -hmm. and how I'm like, I can't even comprehend it's, it's overwhelming to watch what people are doing right now totally so to have this whole other we're skating curbs it doesn't fucking matter no one's judging right no we're not competing with anybody except the other curb skaters that but, have their but it's little not businesses there. but it's yeah. not there remember when we did the contest yeah and we were kind of like dude let's we can't take this that serious yeah, yeah. if yeah, we do yeah, we yeah. shouldn't even be here you know it's just kind of like whatever right. this is a free for all everyone free for all just go and, yeah. and we'll like you know it's like because that's what that's it, not it's not about like who did like it's just and they're fun to watch slappies are are very fun to watch Slappies are the best feeling in the world yeah i'm not a i can't really slappy that much i gotta go skate with raj more often man <laughs> but that's because how, i don't know how to f but that's how in my generation that's what you did but it's yeah. also relatable to i mean these people are doing like slappy front crooks. Oh yeah. You know, and I'm like, I'll probably never be able to do that, mm -hmm. but I can almost think I can. Yeah. You know, it's not like watching these dudes you jump down probably, a fucking you would probably thirty be stair rail. That before you would just do a frontside one. You just kind of understand like. What's oh, the, frontside. You know what? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, frontside. I mean, sides, I don't know. Yeah. What's yeah. the trick to a slappy? If you could try to explain it to me, I know it's a stupid question to ask someone. Dude, but I, people ask me that all the time. I, I've yeah. never done one either. And I did like a slappy crook, but it wasn't a slappy crook. I like put, I like but Kelly, in. if you put your time and effort into into slappies, you would learn them. I know totally. Right? You, but you don't. You don't even try them. Um, I have for sure. I just don't get it. Anger, <laughs> anger, <laughs> frustration. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's like this magical thing of like bashing. You just you kind of ram into it, and you have to let your weight up mm -hmm. at the right time, and then you get on the curb, and then you put your weight back into it. Okay. It's like. 
You boom, love it, boom, boom. It? It, I, I can't describe it. I can kind of see it a little bit, but yeah. I just, it's hard to, you know, yes, when I do the kickflip, you're like, dude, I can't really tell you. It's hard to either. grasp. It's yeah. hard to like. I, I think I, yeah. I don't know. Telling people I mean, a kickflip's probably easier than telling but, people how to slap you. Well, yeah, know. because you guys are kind of more on the technical side yeah. and I'm more of a surfer. It's like <laughs> when you bonk off a curb, like, you know? Oh, okay. You know, like, like cracking the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say up. bonk. So that weightless feeling you feel when you do it. I always feel like there's a certain stance you but have. But here's where people go wrong. They try to go back truck first mm-hmm. and you have to take it front truck. Oh, you do. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and then it, it's kind of like a, or it, if you stand right on it, but I don't know. I, I don't know. I've always, it, like I told you earlier in this conversation, like if I couldn't do them, then I was ass out of alpha beta. <laughs> <laughs> I was vibed out of alpha beta. Dude, we used to have, okay. So we were at alpha beta and there was, it was towards the end of the parking lot with, that we completely took over. Mm-hmm. And there was two islands, you know, like supermarket islands. And we had them both going and we'd play these games where it was like everyone in a circle and you slappy, 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 slappy. And it was like musical chairs. And if you fell, you were out. You're out. And then you had to keep going. And if the next dude fell, or if you were too slow and got pushed out, you were out. And you would go until the last person. Wow. wow. I think that game is somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever win? I have. I don't remember. Oh. Probably, probably not. No. Okay. Raj, you ever play that? You should play that game. That. I mean, dude, yeah. We're talking 1986 or 87. Hey, or it's, a, it's back in now, though. It kept me It kept me hyped on skating. Yeah. That's the main thing. And that was right. that's all I was looking for. Yeah. I kind of um, feel like it's becoming popular because it's actually a challenge for these young kids because they've never done it before, you know? It's probably new to them. Yeah. yeah. It's like a new thing. Like, mm. whoa, this whole thing. Yeah. yeah. But it's so, and it's it so looks, creative with it, too. Yeah. I trip out. It looks oh, cool. Rad. I mean, yeah. you're going board slide, front feeble, yeah, yeah. like all these combos, too. It's like, and, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's really fucking sick. And it really comes from John Lucero and the O'Brien brothers and Neil Blender mm-hmm. and Lance Mountain, you know? Yeah. Like that's, I just wanted to, like, once again, I was just, much younger than them I just wanted to emulate them in a modern way you know? sure yeah now I always wanted to keep the dream alive yeah <laughs> I wanted to keep the curb dream alive you know I would do video parts and be like I gotta get a curb and mm-hmm. I gotta put a curb in my video part yeah type thing that's rad let's get into your art mm-hmm. you do a lot of stencils a lot of we have one of your uh, pieces here in the background it's amazing mm-hmm. how's that going oh it's, it, it goes yeah you know I have for it's mainly like skateboard based mm-hmm. like people that are into it yeah um but i'm consist somewhat consistently sell stuff okay and, um definitely can't like make a living off of it even though like it, it's like art's a weird thing it's bizarre it's so hot and cold yeah. and i i've haven't had any kind of like this is how i look i've i've figured out art is mm-hmm. you need the one right person to yep. go you're it. Ding. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't even matter what you're doing. The one person goes, Dean, you're it. And your price jumps. And the, uh, yeah. It's, and you're getting yeah. decent shows and stuff like that. Yeah. I haven't broken into the art world. Like You haven't gotten I, I've d- had like, I, I had a mu- museum show. Oh. I've been in two museum shows, but I don't even know how that happened, but. You haven't um, gotten the ding yet. I haven't gotten the yeah. The, the, yeah. <laughs> the Boom, but that's how. Zealous. But that's how the art world works. It's yeah. like even if a famous artist buys your shit and he backs you, or like a kind of celebrity type. I don't or think whatever. artists back anybody. 
It's, it happens though. If an artist is possibly, super into somebody, they'll they'll buy their well, shit. I was used to. Uh, well, yeah, artists do actually, because I have a commission that I'm supposed to do for this artist in L.A. Mm. And he's kind of up in the world. Oh, but, there you um, go. That could be your ding. Could be my ding. And it's, <laughs> taken, it's taken forever for me to get it done. Like, well, <laughs> ding. Yeah, I don't. I really don't know. Like, because going into it, I just know skateboarding. Yeah. And the way this, you know, you know how the skateboard world works. Like mm-hmm. you meet someone you like, you like what they do. You're like, I'm going to help you. Mm-hmm. It's more like you're a threat to my position. Sure. Yeah. That's what I felt. I, mm-hmm. I feel like, and I, I can't say that's for everyone, but it's just like. Right. And like when slap was going on, um, and I didn't deserve it at the time, but Mark Whiteley is, was the biggest backer of me. And he would always try to get me stuff at juxtapose. And they were just like. Really? Yeah, totally. Huh. But at the time, when I look back at what I was making, then I'm like, yeah, I don't blame him. Well, cause you've, been, you've been doing it for a long time now. Yeah. You've been doing it for a while. Like, I started messing around with it when I lived in Huntington Beach. Okay. But messing around. Yeah, yeah. Not. Because I didn't think of it as, okay, look, can we start with the art thing? Yes. The whole time I was a kid, I loved art. Okay. And I, I, I just was, was so stoked on it, and I fucking sucked at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I couldn't draw anything. I couldn't paint. I couldn't sculpt. I, I would try. Like, I had, like, oil paints, and I would make paintings, and I was just kind of, like, frustrated. Then I would quit, and then I'd want to do it again, mm-hmm. and then I would try again, and I would just get frustrated. Yeah. To where, like, when I started skating, it was frustrating, but I was like, no, no, no. Not quitting. I'm, I'm, this is it. Yeah. Because it's more of, it's more about an like a, being out and having an adventure. Really, that's yeah. what skateboarding was for me. Like having a, more of having an adventure, not sitting in a room trying to get better at what you're doing. Right. So, yada yada yada. I, you know, I'm I have a kid, and actually, it was in San Jose. I I started tinkering around with like making collages because hmm. I hurt my ankle and I would. I had my newborn daughter three days a week. Okay. My mom took her on Friday. My grandma took her on Wednesdays. So I was home all day. Well, this is while we were filming Label Kills. Oh. And um, so I would just mess around because she would take a nap and then I'd be like, oh, and then I would start cutting stencils because I don't, I spray paint them on my board or whatever you know, yeah, nothing, yeah, yeah. and I, I'm into punk rock and I love the whole like rent the bait you know the band rancid uh-huh. mm-hmm. I love their whole like um, imagery of everything right and um so I started like messing around that time and then we went to Huntington Beach and then I kept messing around and kept messing around and then John started seeing what I was doing and he was like Oh, once again, John yeah. being a supporter. Um, hey, you want to um, have this idea for a wheel series? You want to cut some like some stencils for this? And I'm like, yeah, mm. rad. So I cut some stencils and then and painted some stuff up. And then he just took it. And then him and Nagy just kind of laid it all out. Okay. And then before we moved to Huntington Beach, I kind of came up with this concept because once again, like we we're talking about just creative, like mm-hmm. six, I was like, I had this idea for six gun. I'm like, I'm going to start making t-shirts with the six gun thing. Mm-hmm. Like, and he liked that too. And he was like, Oh, let's kind of do some, 
how about that for a board? And I'm like, okay. He's like, cut some stencils for this and that and that. Hmm. I'm like, okay. And cut it for my name and do whatever and spray it. And right. So it was really John to kind of, once again, just kind of bring me in. And then what it was rad working for black label. Cause I just walked, John's like one of the best graphic designers in, in skateboarding mm-hmm. over yeah. the years. Like amazing. Yeah. And to watch him work was awesome because I thought things were so much more than they were. And he's just kind of like, no, just grab that, grab that, grab this. We're going to put this here and over here. And he just kind of would throw things together. And you were like, fuck, that's right. That works, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't so much he was drawing at the time. He was just taking pieces. And and I just kind of watched how all that, it kind of made me think like it's not structured. Okay. Like anything, you can do it any any which way. Mm -hmm. And there's no rules. Yeah. And there's no fine art. It's just whatever you can come up with. People throw paint on a canvas. Yeah, yeah. And and like several millions. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, is like you see that and you see someone else trying to do that. You're like, I understand why that's better and that's not. Because they have a way of doing it. It's sure, just like there's, okay. there's something there. Yeah. Um, but so I just started doing it like that. And, and then he... I could tell he started going like, well, let's do another kind of six gun looking board. And then mm. it kind of turned into a little sub brand. And then I was like art director okay. yeah, and okay. I was making pieces and stenciling things. And it was like, once again, John kind of going like, do this. Yeah. And then I just, and then I found a book. I used to love to go to the bookstore and just look at art books and mm. stuff like that. And I found this stencil book. Okay. And because to me, stencil wasn't art. It was just this thing you did. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I didn't I didn't really I knew who Shepard Ferry was at the time. But to me, he like made posters and stickers. And I didn't realize it was like stencil based. And I didn't realize he was like in galleries and shit yeah, like that. Right, you know? right. And um, and so I found this book and it had like the street art part of stenciling and then it had the fine art part Mm -hmm. of stenciling and I saw the fine art part of stenciling and I was like holy shit when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What, what's the what's the difference between street art and and fine art stenciling? People were using stencil ba- making stencil based paintings that were hanging and selling as fine art. Well, like Banksy, he, does he was of... in it, and this was early. This was before people even knew who Banksy was. Like Shepard Ferry was in it. Mm-hmm. Logan um, Logan Hicks was in it. Chris, um, what's his name? I don't know. There was an, um, um, all the dudes that ended up becoming famous for doing it. It was early. Okay, but. So, you know, street art's like you just take a stencil and put it on the wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of pictures where it was just like post no bills or post mo bills or, you know. And, but then you go to this and like these people are making paintings like legit mm-hmm. and they were being looked at as legitimate art. And right. I was just like, I want to learn how to do that. Yeah, yeah. And it took me a while. And I just like once just like skating, it was like all will, no skill and just <laughs> obsession. Yeah. Absolute 
Slam, get up, slam, get up. Right. Yeah, yeah. totally. And uh, if I wasn't a skater, I probably wouldn't understand that. Mm -hmm. Um, I learned a lot with slam, get up, slam, get up. Yeah. (laughs) To apply it to life. Yeah, um, And that totally was what it was. And I just kept trying, just for years, like, dude, I just was like obsessed, like Mm -hmm. literally obsessed. Well, it kind of reminds me of what we were talking about earlier with the rubies. You got to cut everything out. Yeah, that was pretty, it's pretty much the same philosophy. Yeah. Yeah. When it comes to the basics. Sure. Layers, you you got to know, like, this is this layer, you know. Yeah. And then you can take it whichever way. Everyone goes a different direction. Like, mm-hmm. um, it's not just straight, you know, however. That, and I think that's where the art comes into it. Yeah. Because then it's just how you decide to apply it mm-hmm. and how you cut it and things like that. Well, looking at this piece behind us, mm-hmm. the Black Flag piece, like, how many layers, how many stencils this is, is that? Pretty, that one's pretty simple. It looked, it doesn't look simple. Yeah. Well, it, the thing is, I really got into. Now is uh, all the, bu- sorry to interrupt. No. Is all the black one stencil always, and all the red is one stencil. Yeah. And so I'm, you're and looking at shading, like four or five there stencils. There might only be like five there. Okay. I've done ones okay. that have like 13 or 14. Seriously. Yeah. That's, how do you know where, I mean, you're, are you, are you printing, are you drawing them and Just printing them out and then dude, you're, dude, you're doing the... I can't even write my fucking name. <laughs> what do you mean? Dude, if you saw me write, you'd be like, what the fuck? You write like a doctor. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't draw anything. And that's, that was my thing. Like wanting to be, do like get into art my whole life mm-hmm. and being frustrated my whole life. Then I found the stencil thing. Yeah. And I'm like, I can copy shit. You know, because at first you're just copying shit. So you're copying. And you start with just one image, like the black, and you just are cutting the black. And you figure out how to like, what they call like, um, it's like um, bridges and islands. Okay. Because you have to keep everything together. Right. So you need a bridge to the island to keep everything together. Mm. And you start learning like that. And then you start looking at other people and you go, fuck, they have like all this shading shit. Yeah, like, how do they do that? Yeah, and I didn't understand. And then I was talking to Jai one day. He goes, registration marks. I'm like, what do you mean registration marks? (laughs) He goes, it's like silk screening. You have registration marks to make sure everything lines up. You line it up. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Light bulb And then I started making registration marks. And Mm. right there, then it was just like, dude, I could like put layers on layers on layers. And then you just get better and better. You go, I don't like that one. Let's try to go more okay. detail. I don't like that one. Let's just go more, you know. It was just, I I was just obsessed. Yeah. Absolutely obsessed. I would stay up at night, like just being like, dude, I want to get better. I want to get better. I want to mm-hmm. get better. I want to get better. I want to be able to like make paintings that people mm-hmm. might want to hang in their house. And Totally. And I just found the thing that worked. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and that book said like, it's okay to use stencils to yeah. make art. Because yeah. I didn't take it seriously. Oh, like, yeah, I'm just some right. punk kid that cuts stencils and makes t-shirts and shit. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, if people are splashing paint on a canvas, I think stencils is yeah. <laughs> perfectly. Yeah. And then, and then more labor. It's a very yeah. more like I was gonna say it's time consuming. It is cutting out all those things. You and must I spend a lot of money on razor blades. Tunnel in my thumb and yeah. Um, you just get a laser cutter. Yeah, just program that shit. And but then, how many layers? Twenty five. But it cool. doesn't work that way. I, I'm just kidding. I know. I know. It would be people always say that you can get the machines to do that. I'm like, no, because you don't know what you're going to cut until you're cutting it in the moment. Yeah. Mm. It's like what you see, like how you see it in the moment. Okay. Yeah. And I, I think I get it because I love skateboard graphics so much. Mm-hmm. Like growing up, 
just looking at them and it's kind of the same thing they start with a black line then they do the shading and then they do and the and the shading goes in layers and a lot of times you put the final like the white on top of the black mm -hmm. and it, it's you know you start to learn how to, the layers go yeah. processes yeah. and how they, but, yeah. but one of my main goals when i started doing it because i then i learned about all the people so i like and that was around the time like Shepard Ferry was starting to blow up, mm -hmm. and I'm like, "Fuck, everything I want to cut out, like Shepard Ferry cuts it out." <laughs> but it. at the same time, he's not much older than me, and we grew up skating and being into punk rock, so it kind of makes sense. Makes sense, but yeah. I just remember going, "I want it to look like it's not stenciled." Oh. I want to try to make things that don't look like a stencil painting. Hmm. Okay. And that was like my goal for a lot of years. Just. Hmm try to mix like like almost like a mixed media kind of right thing. right this one's not so much but i mean it's like latex and um it's not all spray paint is what i'm saying okay yeah to try to bring in depth and 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 contrast and bring in texture and that kind sure. of stuff too yeah. yeah how long did that one take you i have no fucking clue just <laughs> cut that stencil that's like it's really simple stencil oh it? okay yeah i mean sometimes i do some i really like doing portraits I really uh, like trying to bring. Yeah, you. I've seen a bunch of portraits. I really like trying to bring like life to them and really like give it like be have it look proper and mm -hmm. have the right colors and stuff like. Yeah. That's what I like doing the most. But for a while, I was into doing crazy like collages and stuff like that. But how uh, much for a big old crab uh, portrait? It depends who's asking. Crab's asking. No, but it's amazing. I, I would no, do it. For, a, I would. I would do it for you. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. I'm a great T-shirt. I know. Yeah. What Actually, if we? That would be really yeah. fucking sick. Yeah. <laughs> Send me a picture. Yeah, yeah. The beard one, the first. No, board. no, no. Yeah. We can't do that one, man. My first board graphic. It was. Uh, I had this horrendous, need, unkept beard. I need it was a, not good. It's not the best look. Send me a photo of what you want, and I'll do a portrait. Yeah, yeah. Was the one of you outside of the van, like looking in or something with the beard? If we're oh, gonna God. do, <laughs> if we're the, with, with the beard, you know, the if we're gonna do a T-shirt. I mean, we can't have that many colors. It depends how you want to do it. Mm. Like, I mean, technically you could do a four color process, but I can, I can definitely go like, okay, you want it, guys want three colors or yeah, two colors yeah, okay. or oh. then I could work with that. You just have to say what you want. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Like if you want one color, then it'd just be can like, always just go uh, directed garment, digital print. Oh, but I like the screen printing, yeah, dude. Yeah. Right. I mean, I've it's done, like the boards, Raj. Yeah. You know, old, good old screen printed I board. It. I agree. I love screen printing. Yeah. But I've had my stuff printed in six color process, four color process. Like, but I don't know. Yeah. T-shirts. Sometimes it works. Sometimes yeah. It's, it's the most layers you've done. Probably 13, 14. 13, 14. Like it's a lot of layers. But a lot of them are simple. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there's usually like, on average, I do four to five for some of them, like shading, and then some of them are just like the shape of the head, the shape of the whatever, you know, right. basic, just ring. I got an idea. You throw, you go buy a diamond, right? Mm -hmm. Diamonds are how much? I don't know. Some of them are expensive, some of them are, throw a little diamond in there. <laughs> now you're selling your art for <laughs> crazy money. There's also semen in there too. <laughs> Whoa. That weed water is helping I know. <laughs> Left turn. Left yeah. turn. Right away. And Rush. blood. Right your, away. Your, your work is only worth as much as the wall it's hanging on. Interesting. 
Huh. It's for some reason, some um, somebody decides they want to give you a show in some uppity gallery, and that's all in there. It's like, boom. Boom. Ding. It's just like what we were talking about before. It's like, ding. Tinkerbell. Bing. Yeah. Man. Art world, it trips it's me not out. Like, I, I don't it's understand not like art. It's I'd, not like skateboarding world. world. Yeah. I, yeah. I, some art, I look at it, and I'm like, I just... I would never hang that in my fucking yeah. house and it's worth a million dollars. people love it. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's insane. Totally. I mean, I, I keep chugging along and yeah, because um, you know, I'm like one of those guys that keeps ramming his head. <laughs> but I'm as long as broke, you love it and have fun care. doing it, you <laughs> yeah. know, it's like skating, yeah. right? Yeah. It's like, totally. It's, it, it gives you something. The only thing that I don't like about it is it keeps me from skating sometimes uh, and I miss it. Right. And it's hard to, have Even when I was yeah. like, what's that? Have that balance. It's, yeah, it's Have hard. Balance, yeah. And then especially with having kids and being married, it's kind of like, I'm always like a pinball. Like, right. Huh? What am I? Oh, I need to do this. I committed to this, but I haven't skated. <laughs> yeah. I should. You right, know, it's right, kinda, right. And, and, I'm, and I'm out of my mind, too, so I'm kind of like <laughs> walking in cert. I swear to God, if there was a camera, like if you installed a camera... At my house, and you watched how I operated. You'd be like, "What is your fucking problem?" We could, <laughs> we could play the Benny Hill theme song yeah, too. It'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like, "I'm in the garage. Wait, I have to pee." And then I'm walking, <laughs> and in front of my garage, I have like a, a big like car tarp, and I have a bunch of stuff, and I work mm-hmm. out there too. And okay. then I'm like walking, and I see something, and I'm like, <laughs> "Wait, have I'm to like, pee?" What was I doing? And then I go back in the garage. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to ship that. Fuck. And, you know, I go all over. Then I go, wait, I was, I needed to pee. Right. I'm insane. Well, listen, bro. <laughs> we'll install this camera. We'll get to yeah. the most yeah. going on. I don't we'll want to see it. I don't want people to see it. Yeah. <laughs> it would be funny. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. would be funny, dude. Well, listen, bro. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that we should talk about? Anything that we missed before... We wrap it up. Any good enjoy Louis stories? Any uh, oh, like Louis coming to our door with the sponsor me video? What do you mean? We lived in this house, and I was pro at the time. And pro knock, for knock, uh, scarecrow. Okay. Knock on the door, open it up. I didn't realize it at the time. It's Louis. Okay. Definitely didn't realize it at the time that he's older than me. <laughs> <laughs> By a few months. Yeah. Nobody. <laughs> nobody really knows Louis. I age. just. I just let it out yeah because you're 32 right yeah <laughs> almost almost yeah, yeah. <laughs> going on 64 yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and it, i just like looked at him and i just took the tape and closed the door. shut the door because <laughs> <laughs> simon lived there at the time and it was for sonic sonic oh, yeah. oh i can see that for sure did you watch it with simon no oh you didn't even see you didn't even i just like threw it in his room did simon and then we probably went to the liquor store <laughs> Yeah, because I think that got him on Sonic. Did he have the bowl cut back then too? Did no, he, he the didn't. Bowl? No, he didn't have the bowl cut. Mm, okay. And well. then after that, I started like kind of seeing him around. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh and then they all lived. So we lived on Thirteenth Street, mm-hmm. and the route to the bar you would go, we'd go on Thirteenth Street, mm-hmm. Santa Clara Street, and the, no, we would take Thirteenth all the way down to San Fernando, and they lived at the San Fernando house. And we'd go down this way, and every time the garbage cans were out, when we were riding our bikes to the bar, smash. Yeah, smash <laughs> right. them all over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they were dumb. They never like did some sort of sabotage because they knew it was going to happen every time. Every time. Every time. And we did it every time. 
I mean, it must have been, I mean, once a week, at least. Every oh, yeah. Every, and I think it was a Thursday night, day, so by, Thursday. That, by Thursday, you know, it's Thirsty Thursday, so it's like... Yeah. <laughs> You're I going mean, to the bar for but sure. But we went out Tuesday, Wednesday, Monday, Sunday, yeah. and now... Taco you know, Tuesday, yeah, you know. So if they changed a the trash day, yeah. it would I mean, still dude, happen. The, dude, the older dudes would call me and go like, kid, we're going out. And I go, uh-uh, I'm not going out, dude. I'm fucking haggard. <laughs> no, kid, you're going out. No, you don't understand. I'm haggard. I don't want to go. I should go. I need to skate. I, I, he, they're lot, and they'll go, cab will be there in 15 minutes. <laughs> Click. Knocking over trash cans the next thing you know. Yep. <laughs> no, no, those are different nights. That's just oh. like, get in the cab. <laughs> just like, or Reeb's like calling me like, kid, we're going out. We're going out. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm knowing. He's like, okay, that's cool. That's cool. Going to the liquor store. I'm buying a bottle. I'll be at your house in 20 minutes. The- Damn. They're not taking no for it an answer. Yeah. It was it was like brutal partying. In the best way. <laughs> in the best way. It was like you're having fun, man. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Great time. Yeah. I love talking about that shit. Yeah. It's amazing. What's yeah. the one bar, Cinnabar, what's it called? Yeah, Cinnabar. Yeah. Is that like your local spot back then? Kind of, but it, Cinnabar wasn't Cinnabar back then. Cinnabar mm. was a straight up dive. So we would go there like on a Wednesday night to listen to the jukebox and we'd play like Merle Haggard and sit and drink with all the alcoholics and like literally like just old men, homeless people. But now Cinnabar is like the, the center yeah. of everything. And now it's my friends own it. So oh. you go in there, the skateboards everywhere and oh, my cool. art's hanging in there. Oh, and, wow. Like, but now I don't really go there because I live in Campbell and I'm old and I just watch TV. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I think that's it. Okay. Um, Cue the music. <laughs> just kidding. Can we give you some nine club stuff to take home? Yeah, I with brought you, you guys bro? some stuff too. Oh, you did. Oh. Yeah. Kelly, go grab. Yeah, sure. grab him well, some. Uh, what size T-shirt? Large. Large. Large man. Do you wear hats? Can we give you a hat? Yeah, bro? I wear. Yeah, I, I wear hats. Stuff, man. I brought you guys. Well, I brought you those candles. Oh, thank you for this. The uh, and um, I'm going to do this. Oh. And then I'm going to do this. And then you're going to take a sip of beer. And yeah. <laughs> so predictable. This is, uh, I brought, I just brought one of each of my slappy hour shirts. They're all large. So oh, awesome. I don't know who works. Perfect. Perfect. There's a, there's I'm a short a, sleeve. I'm a, there's a long sleeve. Oh, I'm a long And then this is the Russ Pope pocket tee. Oh, there you Let's go. See. I'm a long sleeve guy. So okay. I'll take the, take long, the long sleeve. sleeve. I'll take this. Boom. There you back. go. That's our homemade wax that my daughter makes. That's rad. Wait a minute. This is packaged nicely, though. It's well, how do you? A, really... I, have a, I have a shrink wrapper. Shrink wrap. Wait, let me see one of those, Raj. Thank you. You have a little s- sear it. Yeah, she does it all. How many can she make in an hour? No, it's it's like a day. Oh, it's like a, a process. Is it? Yeah, because you kind of like make the batch, and then she'll pour it, mm-hmm. and then it dries, and then she'll pull it out and put it aside and make another batch. And then because you're after... using mold, so yeah. however yeah. many you can fit in a mold. Exactly, and then. And then at night, she'll go in and watch TV and shrink wrap it. It's cheap labor. <laughs> this is 13-year-old well, and the 19-year-old. Thank, thank you, Kelly. 18, 19, yep. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Wow. <clears throat> we kind of came up with it together. We figured it out because when I started doing it, I realized there's a little bit of a science to it. Yeah, of course. Right. And then once we got it down, she got it down. And then 
I'm like that you do it. I, and then she gets all creative with like I was just about to say yeah. I yeah. like the touch of the melted wax yeah. on the bottoms because you know why you know? they're bleeding black hearts. Oh, look oh. at you! Gotcha. Uh, look at you! Thank she gets you, all bro. into it because she's kind of just like that. She likes to get into shit. It's you know what it comes <clears throat> from the heart. But I would like to plug something. Go ahead. Any of this stuff or my art? Yeah, you could find it at Cellador. The thecellardoor.com, which is Matt Ebb's new project. Yeah. Oh, thecellardoor.com. Yeah, he's trying to create. Um, basic. You know what Etsy is? Yeah, of course. He's trying to make a Etsy for skateboarding. That's a great idea. I mean, I only use him, but and he's trying to get brands and everything, but. So I, I just go, that's my store for everything. So same concept. You go on there, you have your own page. It, it, it really doesn't, it works just like if you have your Spotify, right? Shopify. Mm-hmm. Or Shopify, yeah. sorry. Um, where he's creating a marketplace, mm-hmm. but the orders go to you. You ship the orders. Interesting. Okay. But he's trying to create a place where he's like, oh, I want to shop for skateboard stuff. I'll just go to sell a door. Yeah. And then you can just kind of look and like shop around. Kind I like, like Kind of like if you went to a skate shop. Hmm. Right. Online. I love and, that. That's um, a great idea. So I just wanted to, he's my homie and I've been yeah. working with him with that. So. Okay. Wow. I really, I really try not to be obvious, but I just no I lo- man. I love you, you know what? If I love you, Matt, and I had to bring it up. No, if you ne- if, if you, you want to say- find Slappy Hour shit or my art shit, go to the cellar door. The cellar door. Oh, that's awesome, man. There that's it great. Is. I did bro. it. Can I take a shower here now? <laughs> go for <Sure>. it. <laughs> you need to clean yourself uh, yeah, off. Yeah, I feel dirty now. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. Here's some stuff oh, that's available stoked. on nineclub.com. Dude, the kids are going to think I'm so cool. Um, <laughs> here's a nice uh, New Era Nine Club hat for Ripping. you. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Here's a... Uh, bad hair days. Oh, yeah. Oh, here's, a, here's some stickers for your board, bro. Oh, I should have brought you, you stickers. I'm going to put got those st- in here. Put those in the... Uh, I love inside in pockets, by the way. Love Can I tell them. you I wish that? I had like I w- four. You only have two. I only have one. One? There's just one. So another one there. It's only a Dickies jacket. Listen, here's a Nine Club mug for you. There's your morning coffee. Gonna, no, I drink oh. wine out of mugs. Okay, <laughs> there you go. There's <laughs> your better. There's your morning wine. Yeah. <laughs> Not when I go home though. And uh, no. Uh, yeah. No. No. Oh, no. God, what are you gonna? I'm gonna have to drink coffee. Okay. Okay. Tea. Or green tea. Green tea's great. I know, but it just doesn't feel like I'm hurting myself. <laughs> I'm a skater, man. I like no, abuse no. one way or another. You know? I get like, you 100%. I get you, bro. Uh, nine Club shirt there for you, size large. And here's for a... For my back pocket, like Hosoi. Can I flap in the wind? Oh, and a sweatshirt? Bro. Get out. Nine Club down, em- embroidered dude. hoodie. You wear hoodies, right? Hooded sweatshirt for you, bro. You can never have too many sweatshirts. Kelly, there's yeah. a shirt over here for you oh, as thank well. You. Thank you, know? you very much. I'm going to use this right now. You might want to wash that out yeah, first. Uh, uh, oh, he wants to hurt himself. That's yeah, right. yeah, there you go. <laughs> we, we, didn't even, we didn't even get into like the really like dirty shit. I don't know. Well, you got a family now. I don't know. 13-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. Turn this on and... Uh, Find out some stuff. I didn't talk to you about Sasha's parties and whatever else. Well, maybe we could save that for round two when uh, your daughter's a little older and you've already told her these stories. They're not going to watch this. Please tell the Sasha's party story. I mean, it's it sounds crazier than it is. Oh, Um, I could do. We could do a whole episode just on BMC and JJ and Todd. What's BMC for the people? Beautiful Men's Club. Beautiful Men's Club. Me, Tim Brosh, Jai. 
Solomon and Crazy Eddie. Do you guys remember Crazy Eddie yeah, at all? Incredible. For one, we were just it wasn't during the partying days, mm-hmm. and um, we were in a um, elevator. It was like a trade show or something, and out of nowhere, Solomon goes, "Sean Connery was a beautiful man." <laughs> 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 and then it just started going, but you're beautiful. No, you're beautiful. No, you're beautiful. The beautiful it, men's and, club. And it just like, and then that was like, the, you know, when you go on tour or something mm-hmm. and there's like that one thing that clicks. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the tour, everyone's saying it's it, a thing. It's a thing. By the time we came home, it was a thing. And we just ran with it. Like, a, like we ran with it. I like, mean, BMC. Dude, we... Then we came up with a logo. Like my brother, like now is my brother-in-law, soon to be ex-brother-in-law. Uh-oh. But he was hanging. No, no, no. Okay. He was hanging out at the time, and he is, was good on that uh, thing called the computer. Yeah. And um, <laughs> made a logo, and we just like once again we're just like bored. Mm-hmm. Made zines. Oh. From party pictures. <laughs> party zines. <laughs> it was all party. It was all party scene. It was like photos. Like because Jai, Jai kind of partied. But he was more like wanted to watch us idiots just Rage, go for it. Yeah. yeah. And he was just snapping photos. Sounds okay. like Enjoy ads. It was before, it was yeah. early Enjoy yeah. ads, basically. <laughs> and it was just, I mean, then we had like events where it'd be like we'd make flyers because it was before Instagram or anything, yeah. like make flyers. Like Weenie Extra, we, we called it the, e, the Weenie Extraganza because we spelt extravaganza wrong. <laughs> But we in, we caught it and was like, that's the new word. That, that's a word now. It's extraganza. Extraganza. And it was all, like, we had a party. This wasn't the sausage party. But it was all hot dogs, and it said, like, come at this time, and we're only having hot dogs, different kinds of hot dogs, and no chicks allowed, and all this kind of stuff. Okay. And it was just, like, weenie soup and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> and next thing you know, Todd Prince taps on the shoulder and he's got his dick in a bun with with mustard on it and like and that's light (laughs) that's like light for the shit that i witnessed with those guys okay dude so crazy eddie went in a phase where he would let these girls dress him up in their like underwear okay and put makeup on him Hmm. and we were living at that house 13th street and it was an old victorian and it had a really steep pitched roof hmm I come home from the bar one time and I go into Eddie's room. Eddie and Jai lived together. They had like this weird room where it was like three rooms or whatever. And the girls had already left. And there he is. He's in these fucking black lace underwear with makeup. And I'm just like, who? I, I usually liked it. Like I, I usually kind of got a kick out of all that kind of stuff because I don't, I don't really care about anything. Yeah. And I was just, but at the, I was hammered and I'm just like, who are you? <laughs> And I'm like, those things need to go. And I go and get a butcher knife out of the kitchen and I come upstairs and I'm like, I'm cutting those fucking things off you. Oh no. I'm just, it's like three forty-five in the morning, uh-huh. you know? And he like screams, ah, runs into the bathroom. And I'm like, give me, somehow I end up getting in and he ended up opening the window and I have no idea how he got onto the roof. He's on the roof. I go out and find a way to the roof and do this things like this old Victorian. Steve. And we're like ham, both hammered. Eddie is in lace underwear and makeup <laughs> and I'm chasing him with a butcher knife. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Dude. And I don't know how we didn't fall off and he ends up getting back into his room and I end up catching up with him and I just go rip. 
and that was slice, it. I slice it off. Sliced it off, and then I went to my room. <laughs> Jeez. But it was like oh, that kind of shit all the time. Just goofing it around, was, it was just drunk. Ne- it was just never-ending, just debauchery wow. at all times. Yeah. But it was a lot of fun. Sounds like it. Yeah, it sounds, sounds like, like good, it. Well, welcome to San Jose. Yeah. <laughs> welcome. Yeah. 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 And that probably laid the way towards tilt mode. Tilt. Uh, oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Well, listen, man. Well, this has been fucking amazing. Oh, thanks for having me. All the stories. The gear, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, Thanks for Something for you, Kelly. Thank you. you I appreciate that. It's awesome. Yeah, dude. Good luck at the art show tomorrow. Thank you. I hope you sell. Are you selling stuff there? Yeah, Is that I'm selling the, stuff. I mean, that's the idea of an yeah, art show. Yeah, and it's going to be up all summer. Oh, all summer? Yeah. Where can, it, peop- where can people it, go at, if they're in at, L.A.? It's in Laguna Beach. Ah. Oh. And it's at uh, Street Plant Skate Shop. Street Plant? Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, they'd been hitting me up for years and I finally like one day they hit me up and I looked at all this stuff in my garage and I'm like yeah I want this shit out of here <laughs> someone wants it yeah, yeah. sick <laughs> so go check it out at Street Plant Street Plant Skate Shop in mm-hmm. Laguna mm-hmm. go check out buy a piece yes buy a couple pieces Jason pleasure absolutely thank you so much for coming by dude no problem next time you're in LA man give us a, give us a jingle mm-hmm. you know Come, we have another show, the Nine Club Experience, where we just sit yeah, around and, and talk shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, talk shit. Yeah, I'm I'm good at talking shit. I know. Yeah, yeah. get you on there then. Yes. Yeah, we just have a good time. <laughs> I'm not up to speed on what everything's going. on. Oh, we'll on. give you a list. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to do, do. I have to do homework. You got to do, do homework. homework. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Studying, watching video. Okay. Right. I got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I can, I'm I'm down to do that. But the main thing is just fun. We just yeah, sit around yeah. and just you know. I love the excuse to get out of like I love. I mean. I have no complaints being at home, but right. I just get stuck at home. Yeah. It's easy. Because I work at home. It's just like, I'm like, I haven't left the house. It is. It's, Other than going to the grocery store or Target or picking up Lux from school, I haven't left the house in four days. It's you easy to get around. stuck. Yeah. Yeah. Domestication. As long as you got a p- pale ale and an exacto knife. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's why I like so many pale ales. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but not too many with that exacto knife. Uh, Again, okay. dude, thank you, bro. No, thank you. Yeah, much success. I enjoyed it, and thanks for the gear. It's awesome. Of course, yeah. dude. He's so hip. There's more where that came from, man. We'll give you a discount code for the and website. And I'm going to put this thing to work I, after I do my little healthy phase. After the health. And they do the... Oh, con- so the healthy phase <clears throat> is only lasting a few... Oh, it's dude. a limited no, I can't, time I can event. Only, I can only be good for so long. What do you foresee? Maybe a month, uh, a week, uh, well, a day, uh, an hour? Dude, I don't know. I got to go to this wedding that's a camp out. Oh, oh you're nice. definitely not doing yeah, that that's there. Not, and then we're going at my... Oh, Maybe you should wait to start yeah, this I'm healthy not, kick. Yeah, man, yeah I, don't, I don't know. Let's Just make see. sure you bring the mug. Yeah, well... Uh, yeah. I'll get a little chain Most and wear it. <laughs> wear it like, like a chain wallet. Wall. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is that? It's my fucking wine cup, man. What the fuck you want from me? I just, I need to, I want to film that video part. Yeah. With Connor. Please do. And That'd be amazing. Finish that project. Do that. So that's why I want to just get like, focused. to do this. Yeah, man. Let us know when that comes out. Yeah. I will. We'll yeah. talk about it in the experience. Yeah, yeah. of course, bro. Yeah. Definitely. Cool. Yeah. 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 yeah, when we finish it, maybe that'll be an experience thing I can come to. Yeah. Once again, dirty myself where I have to take a shower in your bathroom. There we go. <laughs> there you go. It's so dirty. What was the website called again? TheCellarDoor.com. There you go. Say it again. TheCellarDoor.com. And again. TheCellarDoor.com. You're getting dirtier and dirtier. Yep. <laughs> it's real filthy. Take like a shower, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>